The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. All right. I can't tell you how many times on this podcast we've talked about growing your own food, about how great it would be if people figured out a way to utilize like empty spaces in neighborhoods or a lot on a block and put in a garden and then boom, somebody sent me a link to your TED talk. And I said, Ron Finley is on it. (laughs) You're on it. And you've been doing this for a while. Tell tell me how you got started in this. It was real simple. Ain't no damn food where I live, you know? So my thing was, if it ain't there, you put it there. Um, It's, I mean, I, and I, I think these neighborhoods are by design. I think this whole food system is, to me, a form of slavery for everybody. You know, and I think a lot of people don't get it. You know, they want to control your life. And when, if you control the food, you control the world. Do you think it's by design where someone set out and said, okay, we want to take these people and we want to keep them impoverished. We want to keep them ignorant and want to keep them in this this cycle of crime and poverty with no escape or do you think it's convenient for them to ignore it because they don't get any benefit on trying to make it better they do get a benefit it's so much money being raped from these communities that it's not that they're poor i mean you to me it's all by design it's too perfect of a storm (laughs) not to be by design the fact that you have what four corners, but you have six fast food restaurants. What? Right. Uh, what? These restaurants are not making no money. Bullshit. You know, it's 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 like in the school system. Come on, I'm sure you've been in these schools, Joe. Yeah. It's that you can't tell me that's not by design. You can't tell me the food they're eating in these schools from day one is not. You know, it's garbage. You know, it's definitely garbage. But I always felt like it was more of an opportunistic thing than a by design thing. Like it's very. Um, it's very fun to sit around and think about like the cabal of Illuminati that controls the world and like to break that down into and to get all the way down to urban neighborhoods and to think about it like the, the, it's by design that these neighborhoods are the way they are. Um, but I always wonder how much of it is actually just people taking advantage of people who are in a situation where there's no other options, where they don't have anything better until a guy like you comes along. I'm I'm one person, but yeah, but you're you're one person with a message and that's all it takes sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 crazy that I'm that I'm even here. I mean, how I'm here. It's I didn't plan none of this, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, I plant a seed in the ground and shit. I'm in Greece. I'm in (laughs) I'm in Qatar. I'm in Oman. I'm, I'm in England, you know, from from planting a seed in the ground in South Central. So it's everywhere, Joe. But you know what I'm saying? Works. That's how it works. Sometimes it just takes someone to do something and everybody goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what's happening. That's- when I was a kid, my stepdad was a part of this uh, community garden thing. Like it was, He was uh, going to college and there was this, um, this thing that they would do with, with a class where they would have – everybody would have shifts. You know, they right. would have to take care of the garden. Yep. And I remember thinking, like, what a great idea. Like this is – it was an amazing idea. Like – why shouldn't everybody grow their own food? If you just we have one lot, <laughs> one lot. If there's a hundred houses on a block, exactly. one lot is just gardens. You the got everybody's food right there. Because if you do that, you're destroying a system. 
Come on. I mean, do you uh, think that's what it is? Come on, dude. Just can't Why afford- is it illegal to plant food? Of that's course. What, that's where it gets weird. Now, yeah, no, me- it ain't weird. The no, shit's no, by design, right. Joe. Come but on. Tell me how illegal it is. But I'm saying how, it weird in that, like, how how are the laws written? Like, what what is illegal? Well, um, now the laws in L.A. have been changed, you know, say thank you guys to you know because of these nails in my hands you know from from me being put up on that on the wall but um a lot of places are still against the law and why would it be against the law to grow food you know um that's what i'm saying about this this whole slavery thing man well it's it's a in suburban thing too there was some folks was it detroit or where was it where they got arrested for uh, for uh, having chickens yeah so i think it was illinois i don't remember but it, these people just had a normal like backyard chicken coop where is it michigan michigan, michigan. Yeah. and they got arrested they went to fucking jail yeah. for having chickens well when i first did when i first put my garden in on my parkway i mean i i literally um got a, a warrant this is the, the time you saw is not the first time that's the second time because I, I guess i'm kind of thick like the italians say you know <laughs> uh he don't get it uh but yeah no i got it i had to go to court you know twice to make sure hey to get it out you know, take this out. You can only have this. And you. This is, some guy says, you can. well, you can keep the trees. I kept the trees. And somebody came back. You're getting cited for the trees. Take. I said, take everything out. Why, dude? There's, there's, there's nothing to eat around here. And, you, and you're gonna, I'm going to get penalized. I have a strip of land that's, that usually people leave their dressers and trash and condoms and toilets and, you know, sinks and shit on the, on the, on the parkway. And all of a sudden, I, I beautify it. And it's like, oh, no, this is against the law to have beauty out here, dude. You can't do that. So did they find you when you were planting these things or did someone? Somebody called. That, and so a neighbor called. and um, This motherfucker's growing exactly. food. And I said, but that's, it's cool because <laughs> I tell people to embrace your haters because they make you famous. You know, because next thing I know, I'm on a 27th floor suite overlooking the harbor in Vancouver about to do the first TED I got, did, that got that took me to the big Ted, you know so so it was it was it was kind of weird to, I, I never forget this moment man I was looking in the window looking out at the harbor and I you know so I saw my reflection in the window and I'm like damn dude you standing here because of some hater you know you're in another country in some damn suite because of somebody tried to get you in trouble you know for planting carrots you know <laughs> well that's sort of the the someone getting mad at you sort of put energy into it it oh. made it more more vital it made the whole thing there was more behind it right yeah totally because because i think a lot of people woke up and and saw this is this shit is stupid you know right. why, why why are you this guy's beautifying his neighborhood you know it's not costing you anything and and um and and, and this is against the law so fortunately um, Steve Lopez, you know, from the L.A. Times, who is a beast to me, you know, Steve, don't put Steve on nothing because he's going to tell your mama's maiden name, the prostitute you were with, <laughs> you know, the dog you left on the free. Steve don't play the radio. He don't play. You know, so um, he got a hold of it. And uh, my councilman, you know, Herb Wesson, you know, I love him dearly now. And um, he saw it. He said, damn, I guess you're right. And he he credits me to has bringing this really to his attention where before before it was like 
the guys breaking the law just deal with him like right. that, you know. So now it's 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 the law. And well, uh, that's beautiful. And he you gave felt. me a plaque. Uh, Herb Wesson, you know, actually gave me this food hero plaque for f- food day, um, you know, a couple of months ago. That's amazing. So it, it, essentially, those two guys. So Steve Lopez and who's the other gentleman? Uh, Councilman Herb Weston. Herb Weston. Yep. So those two guys essentially were the, the 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 force behind. They saw what you were doing, and they were the force behind it, it getting it legal. It didn't start out like that. No, you know it didn't. No, hell no. They threw me under the bus before. They <laughs> did. Know. They threw you under well, the not, bus. Not 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 uh, not not uh, Steve Lopez. Not Steve, you know, not Steve, but you know the city threw. Let's just the say city the did. city threw me under the bus because they had they looked and realized that oh he did this before, you know. So, oh, yeah, I see. so a now, repeat offender, exactly growing the, carrots uh, again. Don't like want no damn hummingbirds and butterflies. Get his ass out of here! <laughs> you know, just the hood flowers. What? You That's know, fun. they wasn't having it. So yeah, so that. But now they see, and it's beautiful because now Herb has actually, uh, uh, he built a park named in the area named after his wife. So they said, and, and it was on a lot that's been vacant for years. So wow. it's, so they're seeing it, you know, and they're supposed to address the fact that, that I brought up that 26 square miles of vacant lots in, the, in L.A. That, and they said, wow, you're right. You know, we need to give up some of this space for people to grow gardens. And it's just like you said, what about if one lot on this block? What about if every block had? And that's where that's where I'm at, Joe. Just imagine if you planted your parkways. But again, it's like you creating a neighborhood, you creating system, you creating safety and you're creating health all in the all at the same time. That's dangerous, dude. It's good. But it's dangerous. Who's it dangerous for? Uh, for the people that don't live on your block, <laughs> the people that are setting the prices at the supermarkets, you know, because your uh, your visit to the supermarkets are now going to be less frequent. Right, but how much influence do the people that own the supermarkets actually have? Do you think they have a lot? They have a lot of influence. I mean, you got to think. Look, it's it's not called big ag for, <laughs> for just for a reason, right. you know. We need we have to buy their shit. You know, they need somebody to buy it. And guess what? You know, it's just like the dialysis centers. I didn't see any dialysis centers driving in over here. But you go to every hood you go to in the United States that I've been to, there's a dialysis center there. Because people have diabetes because of and, poor and, diets. And why? And why? Can, can't these dialysis centers come in and say, hey, man, if you change your diet for a week, you might not need us. Hell no. We've created a whole nother medical industry that did not exist. You fly over L.A. and you look down at all those people that need food. Yes. It's amazing how poorly it's planned out. Yep. When you think about all the lawns that are on these fucking golf yeah. courses <laughs> that use millions of gallons of water. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the statistics on when we are, we're going through an insane drought right now for yeah. folks who don't know. There was a recent story that said that we need 11 trillion gallons, gallons of water to bring it just up, just to back <laughs> to where it's supposed to be, just to bring us back to baseline. This is uh place that I go to, uh, it's Tahone Ranch, it's about a, a, an hour and a half north of here, mm-hmm. and they had this lake that was like one of the best bass fishing lakes in Southern California, and all the bass died wow. because the water level got so low, yeah. there was no oxygen in the water, the, 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 all the vegetation died, all the fish just started floating to the surface, and the, the guy who, who works there was telling me, like, trophy bass, like right. these big, you know, seven, ten pound bass just floating to the surface. Wow. And what, what I see is this was... This is not new. 
Joe, they knew this. They knew that what kind of climate we have. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we're at critical mass. And now all of a sudden, they say, oh, uh, yeah, let's do something about the water. No, dude, you should have did something about the water 30 years ago. You knew it was a problem. You know where we live. So why doesn't everybody, why aren't we collecting water off the roof of every damn house in this in, in this city, man? It's They could have addressed this. All these millions and millions and trillions of gallons of water when it rains or, or just goes through the through the sewer system and mm-hmm. done where you can collect that water. It's true. And uh, my point was the amount of water that it takes to water these fucking golf courses is obscene. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. But it's got to be green. Come on, dude. <laughs> Shit got to be green, Joe. Why are you playing? <laughs> Isn't that amazing, though? <laughs> when you think about the amount of money. I mean, obviously, it's their money, and it costs a lot of money to join country clubs and shit. But water is kind of a shared resource. That's yeah. everybody's. Yeah. And but- if you looked out at L.A., the giant mass of L.A., and how few gardens there are, yeah. how few areas are growing food it's it's really kind of crazy when you look at what we pay for a bottle of water that's crazy when you we can we literally pay more for water than we pay for gas and nobody bottled water and Mm -hmm. nobody's nobody's addressing that ever the gas price is three dollars oh my god you know it's like dude you paying like four dollars a gallon for water Do, do you don't realize that you know? I was in Alaska, and we were staying at this place on uh, Prince of Wales Island, and yep. it's uh, way up high, and it rains every day there. And you could literally take your glass and dick it, dip it into the water and drink. Like, it's pure. It's pure rainwater. Yep. And it's so funny because it felt so – I'm like, are you sure? I was right. talking to and they, they were drinking. I'm like, are you sure you could just drink this water? And then I thought about it. I'm like, how crazy is it that we're like – we're scared to drink most water. Yeah. Like we're scared to drink fucking tap water. Yeah. A lot of people are worried about tap water. They have these Brita filters and charcoal filters and filtration systems in their houses and shit. But, you know, in Alaska, you just dip your glass in there. Because, That's what it's supposed to be. Because the water has been treated. Mm-hmm. You know, it has all kinds of shit and it has a fluoride. It has all kinds of added stuff in the water to make it not harm us. But everything I've read on fluoride, it's not sexy. Yeah, fluoride is not good for you. Yeah, it's not, yeah. but it's in your water. So well, Harvard that, did a series of studies on fluoride and IQ levels. And yeah, it's, wow. yeah, and IQ levels in, ch- in children. And the, the higher the level of fluoride was, it corresponded with lower IQ rates in that children. That sounds like a conspiracy, Joe. I don't know if it's a conspiracy or if I think there's a legitimate there's a legitimate belief that there's a conspiracy for maintaining fluoride in water. I mean, who the fuck doesn't have toothpaste? In this no, day well, age? it's it's a guy who worked at um, I saw a story recently works at um, in Sacramento, I think, for the water treatment, and he he's, he quit his job because of that, and he's an advocate for take the fluoride out of this water. Yeah, you know, I don't you, think we need it. Yeah, it you're doesn't. Like, you're ruining our kids. You're ruining. You know, it's like it, the health problems. Uh, but I, I, it's too many. That's what I'm saying. To me, you ask as a conspiracy. It's too perfect, dude. There's too many people benefiting. There's too many people benefiting from these kids not being educated. You know, has the industrial, the prison industrial complex. We got the the medical industrial complex, the military industrial complex. I mean, we got too many complexes. That in big ag that are, are benefiting, man, you know, um, and what we're paying for this food um, and where it comes from. You know, I, I don't need 
I don't need my, uh, you know, my tangerines to come from Cameroon or some damn place. You know right. what I'm Especially saying? Especially in L.A. Yeah, it's stop. It's warm here all year round. Yeah. You can grow shit all Anything. year round. Anything. That's what somebody, you can't grow, I got bananas growing on the street in yeah. front of my house. And I had a doctor. He's like, you can't grow bananas in, in L.A. <laughs> Curse like, Yeah, dude, stop. <laughs> you know, he's a doctor. You know? so, so I had to like, yeah, this is on the street, dude. Did you see that? You know, you know what's so, ironic? One of the few things you can't grow in America is cocaine. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's real, like climate-wise, it doesn't grow here. It's like one of our big problems. Oh, is it a problem? Well, no. no the, so if I mean the opposite. It's a problem that we have it here. Like cocaine is a problem in the United States, but it can't even be grown here. Is it still a problem? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's always going to be a problem. Mm. And, you, don't you think that's by design? I think definitely there's an issue with legalization. Because adults should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. I think you can go into CVS, you could buy whiskey, you know, you could buy enough whiskey to drink yourself to death right. any day of the week. Literally. Yeah, any any problem. No no problem at all. Or you can get a doctor to give you a prescription for a bottle of pills, and who's to stop you from just throwing the whole thing down your throat yeah. with that whiskey and killing yourself? No one can stop you yep. if you're alone. But yet, they want to shield you from marijuana, which has yep. never killed anybody, mushrooms, which has yep. never killed anybody. All those things are Schedule One drugs, which are much more illegal right. than those pills or that alcohol, yeah. which is ridiculous. And that's clearly by design and in place, clearly, because there's a thing called the, um, the, the you know, those, the, you ever see those commercials, a Partnership for Drug-Free America? Right. They got millions of dollars from Alcohol, tobacco, and pharmaceutical companies, which is hilarious. It's hilarious that drugs are spending money to keep other drugs (laughs) that are less harmful illegal. I did a joke about it. I said it's like hookers doing commercials against strippers. (laughs) It really is. Well, strippers strippers, the gateway drug. (laughs) (laughs) And they are. But it's... That's a conspiracy, for sure. I mean, they, they actively conspire well, to keep marijuana and other drugs that aren't as dangerous. Well, my illegal. whole thing is, how did the drugs get here? You know, I mean, come on. It's it's too many. It's too much. The weight is way too much for this drugs to just all of a sudden find a place where they find them, man. This is... Stop. You know, that, that, whole you... Ollie, that whole Ollie North, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. thing... Freeway Rick Ross. Yeah. I have I've had him on the podcast yeah. a couple times. Mm. And he told the story about how he brought the drugs in through the help of the CIA. Mm. I got You can't say anything? Uh, no, I can, but I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. Later. <laughs> later it is. And I can't tell you. Sorry, folks. <clears throat> yeah, but there's there's obviously there's a lot of issues with people trying to protect the money that they make. Yeah. And it against the the greater good of mankind. Mm-hmm. And th- that's what you believe is going on with uh, urban farming and the reason why this th- these these cities are set up the way they are well you see it i mean you you see it I, uh it's it's just like i said you go from one place to the next place to the next place and it's like <laughs> and you realize oh shit this is by design it can't it it just can't why is this the same as it is in houston as it is in philadelphia as it is in uh, Louisiana, you know, mm. it's come on, it's 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 totally, and there's like there's no money that that the whole no money thing, it's bullshit, you know. If it, there was no money there, the the corporations that are there, the medical corporations that are there, you know, wouldn't be there, and they have they putting people on these drugs, and you will take this for the rest of your fucking life. 
And there's a lot of money in those drugs. Come on, stop. A lot you of know? money in those drugs. Yeah, I tell people, you don't need drugs. You need a garden. You know? It's true. In, in a lot of ways, it's true. There's a That's a thing about nutrition when it comes to doctors, that very few doctors have a long or prolonged education on nutrition. Wow. They know very little. I know. It's, it's shocking. It's a trip that you bringing that up. It's yeah. like like somebody, somebody, I talked to doctors, ah, oh, we had a, maybe a week. Yeah, you know, eight hours we, of instruction. N- I nutrition. Think nutrition, yeah. which is what you put in your body to make you healthy, and you've only had a few hours in class on that. It's like, <laughs> Well, this is the way I try to tell people to look at it when they're skeptical. The only thing that you take into your body to help your body recover and grow is food. That's right. it. There's nothing else that goes in there that makes your body. The, except the, water. The health, except water. Yeah. The health of your body is directly related to the nutrients you take in. Yes. If you have less nutrients, like the right. reason why, <laughs> you know, I mean, if your body doesn't have enough calcium, it'll start pulling it out of your bones and you'll get osteoporosis. There's all, all sorts of ailments. Selenium, a lack of selenium has been directly related to strokes. There's all sorts of essential minerals, trace minerals that you, a lot of times people are not even getting from the food that they buy in stores. Yep. And all of these things are necessary to have a complete, healthy, balanced body. Right. And if you don't have those things, your body starts going haywire. And that's where diabetes comes in. That's where all sorts of diseases come in. All sorts of cancers are directly related to nutritional deficiencies. There's, all of that can be avoided, <laughs> at least to a certain extent, by healthy foods. It is. But, I mean, and, that's, and then you ask, is it by design? Of course, you got a kid in, in elementary school, and they start from day one eating shit. You know what I'm saying? And then throughout their life, they eat and shit. Now you've compromised their bodies. You compromise their brains. And, and, and their DNA has changed because of this food. Food is, a, is supposed to be alive. You know, and mm-hmm. and when you grow it, I think that's what I t- if that's why I say if kids grow kale, they eat kale yep. because they see the connection. They see I planted this little bitty ass seed, and now I have this, and I can eat it. So there's a connection there. There's a connection. Soil is alive, dude, mm-hmm. and people don't realize that. People don't realize, oh, that's dirt. No, that's no, that's dirt. But this is soil. And this right. shit is having sex 24 hours a day. There's mm-hmm. there's shit happening in this soil. It's the same thing with water. We think wa- water. Water is an organism that's alive, but we don't look at it like that. And I, I always do a lot of times when I when I do talks, I ask people, say, what's the most important thing to your life? And um, they're like, oh, my 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 husband, my dog, my, you know, my baby mama. And then no one ever says like, Joe, what's the most important thing to your life? The most important, the most important out of everything. Health. No, air. air. Air is the most important thing sure? to your fucking life. Yeah. But if you don't have any food, you got plenty you of air, know. you starve to death. You should know. <laughs> Mr. MMA, you should know, okay? Well, Somebody put important. your ass in a chokehold and you that's got actually all- blood. Right. <laughs> cuts the blood off from your brain. Which... <laughs> That's what a chokehold does. A lot of people think it's cutting the air off. It's actually... You, you can hold your breath for a long time. time but- you if I choke you, you're going out pretty quick. You can only you get choked out in like two or three seconds. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> well, some people can't go without air for for like a, a yeah, give them thirty seconds to a minute. A minute. Let me tell you something. If someone's choking you for a minute, like holding on to a choke, you're uh, fucking done. done. <laughs> you're done. There's a big difference between holding oh, your breath. breath. You can hold your breath for a minute, no exactly. problem. But I think there's people who've done it for like 
20. Didn't David Blaine do some crazy no, they, stunt they, where they he did it for 20. like 15 those skin minutes? Di- those yeah. skin divers. Yeah, those deep skin, divers. Free divers. Free divers. Yeah. They do it. But I'm saying to people, nobody thinks of air. So right. we're not taught how to breathe ever. You know, unless you go to mm-hmm. some yoga class or something, you know them, you realize. So everybody takes air for, for granted to me. Right. You know, they never bring it up. It's like, damn, without air. And I think it's because you can't see it. Right. You know, so Certainly. it's not that important. Though, Unless you know? you're flying to Mexico City. Or or, or, or or China. Yeah, or Singapore. I, right. Did you see that shit I posted on Twitter? <laughs> oh, my God. Take a look at this. There's a thing that I posted on Twitter today where they're, they're talking about, I think it's Singapore. Was it Singapore? Shanghai? Some shit. Right. Some some place <laughs> in an Asian country. Beijing. Beijing. That's what it is. Yep. That's fucked yep. up. Yep. And they they got to the point where everybody's Has walking around with gas masks on. Yep. Their city is toxic. Yep. And they are they're forced to live there. They're like, stuck. And then somehow or another in this quest to make money and industry. Look at these uh these images. Watch as he scrolls down. Look at this fucking town, man. I mean, you can't see any you, but, you know, you see like a hundred yards and yeah. no. that's it. Those are not gas masks either. Those oh damn, you got a baby with a gas a righteous gas mask on. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. And those kids are gonna get super okay, sick. Okay, so now they're using gas masks because jogging. they are running a marathon with a gas mask wow. on. Wow. Look at that beautiful architecture and you have to and the air is that but you can only see like a hundred yards out. Everything after that is just in the fog. Wow. And that look at that. That's insane. Wow. Dude, I flew into Mexico City recently, and it tripped me the fuck out. I've, I flew into Mexico City, and I took pictures, and I put it on my Twitter. I'm like, this right. is crazy. <laughs> you fly, and it looks like there's a fire. Right. You know how, like, when L.A., sometimes, like, over the 101, they have those those fires that will start making yeah. their way down? And if you're anywhere near there, it's like it's like you're in a cloud. Yeah. It's all just smoke. That's what it looks like in Mexico City. It's you know, fucking I've crazy. I've always been scared to go to Mexico City. I mean, it's I, a and I had prop, I heard. I mean, even the ruins they found underground where they built the city over these, you know, these ruins. But uh, you know, and I was. I mean, I had at one point had property over in Mexico, but it's. I don't know. Mexico City was just always scared the shit out of me. Well, it's really crazy as far as traffic, but that's what it looks like when you fly in. Damn. Is that crazy? That wow. I took that shit from the plane. Wow. That photo was just regular photo from the plane. I took a few of them because I couldn't believe it. That's crazy. Like, you see the amount of pollution. Like, this is madness. And there it is right there yeah. off of my Instagram. And then on top of it, what's really crazy is the gridlock. It's, you know how sometimes in LA there's some assholes right. that the lights turn in yellow and they still. <laughs> weasel their way into the intersection they block it off for everybody else in mexico that's all they do that's all they do there's all gridlock all the time there's gridlock this way there's gridlock that way and the light turns green the light turns red and nobody's going anywhere and they're just kind of weaseling in front of each other and everybody's trying to get ahead and no one gets anywhere and you're like this is crazy wow but they're not honking at each other and they're super chill about it. <laughs> it's normal for them. It's so normal for them. Well, who wants that to be I normal? I mean, that. and I think no. that's what happens with with I think that's what happens with these kids in, in a lot of these neighborhoods. If it if it that situation becomes normal. I mean, with me, you know, people ask me why did I start growing food? It took me a while because it becomes I have to do this to get this. So what you do, Joe? That's what I do. I do that, but you don't realize how it's lunacy. You don't realize why the fuck I need to do this. You know, why do I have to go out of my area to get healthy food? You right. know, when it's like, whoa, it should be right here. I shouldn't have to do this. What got you started on this path? Like, how did you, what was the first thing that you planted? 
I mean, I we you know we got it. We can go back to elementary school when we had the petri dishes. When you put the seeds with the brown paper towel and you mm-hmm. watch them grow on the side of the petri dish and you plant them and you got beans. I mean, um, the thing here it was nowhere being in the city. And I you know I grew up in in South Central. There was really nowhere to plant. Person, we had stuff growing in the yard in the yard occasionally, but it wasn't it wasn't something that you know that that we was hey let's get in the garden. What what did it to me as an adult? I remember going to the store, and there was a tomato, and it's you know, and it's had a label on it says coated with shellac, you know, to preserve. And I'm like shellac, that's the shit we used in wood shop for the you know for the wood when we you know went shellac really dude. They coat tomatoes with shellac. Man, this this tomato said coated with shellac. And I'm like, damn, when the last I ain't heard that word since the 70s, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm cool. And that kind of that was one of the things. I mean, I've always been, um, you know, somewhat healthy. I mean, I had a brother that was uh, used to have like barrel 50 gallon barrels of spirulina plankton, you know, back in the day. And so I was around it. You know, we used to go up to Aunt Tilly's was one of the biggest health food stores here. It used to be at, um, Pacific Design Center, man. And that was the place to go to pick up girls. So, uh, <laughs> you know, to the health food store. So um, I've been in it. But this that that's basically what did it. I remember that tomato, and I'm like, this is not cool. This is crazy. There's a paper that was written on it. Shellac and oh, aloe vera-based <laughs> gel surface coating for shelf life see? extension of tomatoes. That is insane. Uh, see, see, you, don't you love the internet oh sometimes? God, this is insane. <laughs> Ab, uh, abstract shellac, whatever that means, right. an aloe vera gel will use to develop a- edible surface coatings for shelf life extension of tomato fruits. The coating was prepared by dissolving de-waxed and bleached shellac right. in an alkaline <laughs> aqueous medium as such uh, as such as well in combination with AG incorporation of AG and sol- shellac coating improved permeability characteristics <laughs> of the coating what the fuck is all the- that <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. Yeah. Shellac. Shellac, dude. I mean, I remember that like like it was yesterday. Oh, my God. And, I've never heard of that before. And I was just like, and then, you know, you just wake up and you realize that all this stuff does not need to be in our food. You know, the high fructose corn syrup, right. the, the stuff. And I have a thing, you know, I, I, I do a thing with these kids sometimes when I when I talk at, uh, at schools and uh, <laughs> I'll bring snacks. And they'll, yeah, yo, I said, no, nah, but you can't eat them. I said, I want you to get on your phones, get on your computers. I want you to tell me what these ingredients are. You know, and it's, they'll say, oh, this is is um, such and such, and it's related to hypertension and diabetes and da-da, and they'll get another one, oh, cancer, da-da. And somebody always comes up with this line that they can't read. The, the word is so damn long that they can't five bus I was like, perfect. You were you're the one I was waiting for. It's real simple. If you can't read that shit, don't eat that shit. Okay. <laughs> no, nothing in nature that I know of that you that's edible has sixteen letters. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's real simple, man. And you just go on a thing and you're like, wow, damn, they straight trying to kill us. You know, but that's when you realize it's like you got they're putting poison in the food. Why? When you can have and then the stuff is cheaper. Then then oil like potato chips, oil, potatoes and salt. 
Okay, but you have a potato chip that has this this category of stuff and it's less than the oil. Why is that? Don't they have to buy barrels of that bullshit? Shouldn't it be more money instead of less money? Well, there's government subsidies, which is where it gets really (laughs) weird when it comes to corn. The, you know, every corn farmer, if they grew corn the way they're growing it right now without government subsidies, they'd lose money and they'd stop growing corn. They get money from the government to grow corn. If you've never heard of this before, you got to watch a fascinating documentary called King Corn. I urge everybody out here who's seen, like, that's not, that you never seen King Corn? No. It's amazing. It starts out with these guys. They go and they get their 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 body tested, like their blood tested, and it turns out that like most of the carbon in their body comes from corn. And then they start carbon. Lo- yeah, all the like literally like the 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 building blocks of your body, mm. like the food that you take in. And like I just tweeted something uh, earlier today from my friend Lee Camp, who's a stand up comedian, who's also uh, an activist. And one of the things that uh, he tweeted today was about how two out of three corn is oh three out of four items in the grocery store contain corn. corn. Yep. That's fucking crazy. No, genetically modified, modified corn. corn. <laughs> yes. Well, that's also, well, almost all corn is genetically modified. Yep. If you go back to the original corn, it, dep- it depends on what you consider genetically modified, modified, whether it's in a lab, whether it's splicing genes, or whether it's just the way they've, you know, they've changed hybrids, all sorts of, yeah, hybrids, and they've changed all sorts of uh, plants over the years to make them yield more, and corn used to be like a scrubby little vegetable. It was like very small. And now it's this big fucking healthy thing. But the crazy thing is a lot of the corn that these people are growing, you can't even eat. Eat it. Yeah, it tastes like shit. Well, a lot of it's for fuel now, too. Yes. For fuel or for feed feed for for cows to make them sick. When cows are supposed to be eating grass, you know. Bizarre. I I tell people, I said, you're, you're, you know... I start with soil. I mean, I start, I make compost. Compost to me is one of the most sexiest thing on the planet, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's like, it, that literally makes my nipples hard when I make compost. Well, you know? and, um, easy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I tell people, so you, plants eat soil. Mm-hmm. They don't just grow in it. That's where their nutrients come from. So you need healthy soil. So basically to me, you, you know, they tell us you are what you eat. It's like, no, you are what you eat eats. You know, literally. Right. So with the cows, they're supposed to be eating grass. That's that's what they do. But mm-hmm. now we're feeding them corn. We're feeding them all this other stuff. And um, can they? Are they digesting this the way you know that they were meant to digest this? No, mm-hmm. you're you're eating animals that have been fucked with, and yeah. that's why they're so fat. Yeah. The thing about the difference between wild game and like a cow that you buy from a grocery store is that the cows have these layers of fat, which makes it delicious right. when you cook them because it's all juicy and fat. But <laughs> easy, easy. <clears throat> but it's not really very good for you. It's just all that extra fat is just it's unnecessary. Right. And grass fed beef, I think tastes better i mean yeah. i buy grass-fed beef yeah. it's leaner and buffalo yeah it doesn't you know you it cooks quicker but it's uh it's a better meat it tastes better you get used to that flavor but some people are used to that corn-fed sick flavor of beef but i think you know? that's what like i was saying with the kids with their dna being compromised with this food now their taste buds are adjusted for mm-hmm. this garbage you yes. know so when you give them real food it's like ugh, it's nasty you ever you have know? some moose you ever have moose no. see that fucker over there i shot that one a couple of weeks ago the one really? on the left yeah oh you don't even know dude and i was already like that yeah yeah i had it treated yeah you cut all the meat off of it and then you you boil the head <clears throat> there's a wire in the back you scramble the brains and pull it out the back 
Yeah. That's it. You where where do you it. get time for all this shit? I find it. Right. I find time. I make it. <laughs> I don't really have time. I somehow or another just do shit, and then I have a bunch of people scrambling after me trying to get a hold of me, but I'm out of cell phone range shooting animals. <laughs> but I, my goal was by the end of 2014 to have all the meat in my house from wild game, and I'm there because I have 400 pounds of moose in my freezer because of that. Moose. I, yeah. I've never even seen moose on a menu nowhere, dude. It's, well, you can't get it commercial. It's only available in the wild. Like you literally cannot buy it commercially. You can't. You can't sell it. You can't buy it. <clears throat> wow. In some countries, they sell and buy elk. But in America, the only way you could buy elk is most of it comes from New Zealand, mm-hmm. where they allow it. In New Zealand, they grow these animals over there, but there's no predators. So New Zealand has like no regulations on hunting. You could just go in there and like any. You could go there right now and shoot a, a ton of elk. Shoot geese. You could shoot anything the fuck you want. You don't need tags. And the reason being is they. They have an overabundance of these game animals that are like very precious here. Hmm. Yeah, like in America or in Canada where I shot that, these animals are regulated. Like you can't just go and shoot them. You have to have a tag and they limit the amount of tags that people get every year. So like if they 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 monitor the population from the air and the ground, they they want to make sure that they know pretty pretty close to exact how many animals are in the area and they that that way they issue tags and the tags being how many animals you're allowed to kill how do you get it back to the united states well i had a guy drive that back for me okay. from from canada so mm-hmm. a long process if it wasn't for uh for him driving it back when I had to ship it and it's really expensive but it's expensive to have someone drive it back too and then the one on the right that's a mule deer from montana i shot that one a couple years ago that was the first animal i ever shot and that was like, that was only about <laughs> 90 pounds. It was a 180-pound animal, maybe about 70, 70 to 90 pounds of actual meat. Did you have to stalk the animal? Yeah. Yeah, both of them. You have to stalk them. Yeah. Yeah, you got to sneak up on them. Okay. You got to make sure you're in the right area where the wind yeah. can't be blowing towards them. You want to make the wind blowing in your face so that they can't smell you. That's the thing is to smell you. They don't know what the fuck you are so when they I see you. I wonder if they had an AR-15 on your ass. How that, what would that look? make the shit low? Because they antlers, they, they too far. You too far listen, away. Listen, I'm not in. <laughs> listen, here's the thing always, people always want to say. Talk about like things being even. I'm not interested in even. Okay? I'm interested in eating animals. Okay? This whole idea of, it's not, is it fair to use your rifle? That's bull- no, 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 it's no. not fair at all. No, I'm, no, I'm a no, cheater. No. I'm 100% cheating. I shot a bear with a bow and arrow, too. I'm, really? I'm eating bear stew tonight. Stop, I'm cooking dude. a bear. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, unreal, yeah. I'll Who show the- you pictures. On the real, a bear? Real. What kind I'll of bear? You a, a black bear. Black bears are delicious. Where, in, where was that? In the valley? That was in Canada. In the valley. <laughs> that was in Canada. That was in Canada. Yeah, you a bear. You shot a bear in Reseda, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know any bears? That's a gay dude in Reseda. That's the moose right there. Stop. Yeah, that's Damn. the moose that I shot a couple weeks ago. But I'll show you the bear. And you know, a lot of people have these ideas about bears that are based on like Yogi and Boo Boo. Right. <laughs> let me let me explain to anybody who thinks that bears are these cuddly, cute animals. First of all, bears will fucking Dude. kill you one hundred percent. Not only would they kill you, one of the reasons why you have to kill bears like mature boars is to keep the bear population healthy because bears eat bears and one of the things they do is the the male bears love to eat cubs because the cubs can't get away they're all cannibals that's one of the most fucked up thing about bears is that they're almost 100 percent cannibals damn so their dna is 
It's kind of fucky. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's survival what, so of the what fittest it out like? there. It tastes like a pig fucked a uh, deer. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> it's like a combination between and, a pig and, and a deer. How would you know that, Joe? I mean, it's just a guess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's my bear. That's the bear I shot. Wow. Yeah. Shot that with a that's bow and a arrow. That's a big-ass bear, dude. <clears throat> well, that's that's as close to fair as it gets. A bow and arrow with a bear. Crossbow? I mean, regular. No, regular compound bow. Mm. I mean, it's not really fair. No, fuck still, no, it's not fair. You get to wear camouflage fuck. shit and be in a tree and That's all that. What I'm talking about all that shit. Actually, we're on the ground, right. but um, <laughs> the problem with shooting in a tree is um, you're shooting down. And one of the things about a bear is you want to make sure you go straight through both of the lungs to kill them like that. They, you shoot through both lungs, they're dead in 30 seconds. Within 30 seconds, they're, they're gone. But when you shoot down, sometimes if you're shooting at an angle, you're only going to get miss. one lung. They might survive. Whoa. They'll be like really badly wounded and get away. So it's especially with a bow and arrow, it's very important that you're very accurate. You got to practice like a motherfucker. I was practicing hours every day, shooting 150 hours a day, every day, getting ready for this hunt. So and that was that's a rifle. You shoot a moose with a rifle, boom, that sucker was down in seconds. Uh... But I'm doing it for a couple reasons. One, for the meat. Um, because the meat is delicious, and it's the only way to get moose meat unless you know somebody who sh- I wish I knew. I should have brought some for you, man. And bear meat. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's good. Bear meat is good. We're just not exposed. If you talk to people that live in Canada, that live up there, that hunt them on a regular basis, or Alaska, people that hunt them on a regular basis. Like when we were in Canada, when I was in, in moose camp, we ate uh, a bear roast. We had a bear roast while we were up there. It's good. It tastes good. It's an interesting meat. So what do they eat? What do bears eat? No, what do moose eat? Moose. Those are herbivores, you know, so okay. they're all eating grass and, you know, different leaves. Damn, and they get that big? They're enormous. That was 900 pounds. And that wasn't even a big one. I mean, you look at his antlers, that's not even a big moose. My no. buddy, my buddy Ben, he shot one that was about 1,400 pounds while we were there. It was fucking huge. That thing walked down into the road. We 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 were we were driving actually on the way to the spot where we were gonna hunt, right. and this fucker just walked out onto the road, and we were like, "Holy shit!" It was huge, just towering over the truck that we were in, and he he jumped out and he shot it at like two hundred and forty yards, like from the road. <laughs> yeah, but my point is, like. That's the type of animals we're supposed to be eating. I, I was feeling shitty the other day. You killed Bambi's dad, fucker. That's not Bambi's dad. <laughs> Bambi's a cartoon. Stepdad. Yeah, Bambi's. <laughs> if I didn't kill Bambi's dad, he would have gotten his asshole eaten by coyotes. They would eat him asshole first. I'll show you videos. That's how they do it. They Stop, they dude. attack the Stop. legs. They pull the hamstrings apart way too much so the deer dope. can't get away, and then they start chewing on the asshole. I'm not kidding. Maybe that's where all the flavor is. It must be. Mm. Yeah. I don't think they have good taste. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, the point is, if you don't do it, it's not like they're going to live forever. Like, everybody has this idea that these animals are beautiful. You go in there killing. They're going to die. die. Something's going to kill. There's that's a like us, though. That's like us, though. That's like us. It's a fuckload of yes. us, too, yes. Joe. But and we're going to fucking die, I'm dude. on team people, okay? <laughs> I'm here for me. They're not there for you. They don't give a fuck. If they not fucking with you, dude. Oh, but they would. If but you they, were wandering through the woods and that bear saw you. Who the fuck is wandering you, through the woods, dude? Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> why should they be allowed to wander through oh. the woods and you can't? Oh my god. Team people. Wait, <laughs> team people, Ron. Okay? I'm not on team bear. 
Bears don't give a fuck <laughs> oh. about you. <laughs> yeah, but and they're you, delicious. But you in their territory. No, no, no it's mine now. Around, no, 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 my Oh, now you this hippie motherfucker. No, 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 it's not their territory. It's mine. <laughs> it's mine. You know why? Because I'm a human. Oh, see. Yeah, oh, the, the, it's if I have a tag and it's legal and the humans have deemed that the numbers need to be dropped, that's legal. Humans have and deemed. And that's, that's my territory. <laughs> If I'm out there with a right, that's how you have to think if you want to bring back that meat. Or are you a vegetarian? By no stretch of the mind. There you go. So what are you doing? You're getting food from a supermarket hitman. That's what you're doing. You're getting some, <laughs> no, I some mean, weird. Sh- no, no. My shit is, I get my shit from some guys that raise it. You oh, know, do you know the I, guys? Yeah, personally. Okay. So I you have a relationship yet. with farmers. Yeah, they grow no grass fed meat. No doubt. So you eat all healthy stuff. Try to. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's the most healthy, though. Yeah, that's, that's the, the most, the game. But. I was telling you, I wasn't feeling good the other day. I was feeling kind of run down. I cooked myself a moose steak. And when you eat it, you're like, whoa. So do you it's butcher you, Do you butcher the oh, shit, yeah. too? So, uh, photos. I'll show you. I got proof. On you. I saw this woman, man, she posted some pictures on Facebook where she laid out cable and they brought a, a deer or something in and right mm-hmm. there on the table and they, they chopped yeah. it up and made um, deer steaks and shit. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, it takes a long time, but that's how you do it. Okay, and so when you where do, do you that, get classes to do this shit, man? Well, I got super lucky and then I learned from some hunters. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned from some real experienced guys. My friend Steve Rinella was the first one to take me out hunting. That's where I got that mule deer. And he has a TV show that's on the outdoor network called Meat Eater. And um, what you do is, you know, you, you, you essentially do what people have done for thousands of years. You take the skin off and you cut it into meal-sized portions. I mean, that's what it's all about. Do you guys use the skin? Uh, you can. You know, no, some do people you do. Do you guys use the skin, Joe? No, I didn't use the uh, skin. Yeah. No. I mean... You can, but I, I don't have any use for it, really. But if you leave it in the woods, it gets eaten. I mean, it's not like it goes to waste. Animals eat it. I mean, there'll be rodents and all sorts of animals that eat it. I mean, it's a part of the... when you Anything you leave behind, it becomes a part of the ecosystem. System, no doubt. Like the idea that it goes to waste... We decompose. Yeah, it doesn't... It, we, no, t- we turn to compost. Everything, yes. that's why I said, everything turns to compost. But everything. It, it doesn't even just turn to compost. Animals eat it. Like, right. if you leave behind the bones, wolves will come and, and, and pick the bones the apart. Coyotes will come. You know, the the cycle is, is enormous. I mean, the cycle of life is enormous. So, like... I uh, would prefer if I could use every part of the animal, like the bear. I have the the rug that's coming to me, the bearskin rug. I'll use that in my house, you know. But um, the if you leave stuff behind, it's not going to waste. Animals are going to eat it. You know, it's all a part of this the continuous cycle. No doubt. My the, point the being, those animals are as healthy as you're ever going to get. I mean, they there's no antibiotics, no human intervention whatsoever. They are as close to nature as possible. The problem is, with 300 million Americans, there, there's not enough game animals for everybody to just be out. But that doesn't stop you or me or anybody else who really wants to do it. If you really want to put in the effort, you can acquire your own meat. I've seen um, these guys that that's how they, like with the buffalo, they literally mm-hmm. have a truck that they take. Yes. On the- Right, like right there where they kill. As soon as they kill the buffalo, mm-hmm. it's Boom, yeah, it's done. And you're dealing with with a buffalo. You're dealing with a two thousand plus pound animal. That's more than a thousand pounds of just meat. Right, it's incredible. Right. I mean, and buffalo is delicious. Yeah. The problem with buffalo is very little buffalo is wild. Most of it is like there's, there's some buffalo ranches in California actually where you can go and hunt in quotes. A buffalo, right. but you're hunting in a high fence operation where they have like you know a couple thousand acres, and these animals live 
just permanently inside these fences right. and you just go seek them out and shoot them. Mm. I mean, it's more wild than a farm for sure, but it's not like really wild. Mm. In um, Still some cheating shit. May, <laughs> in May, we're hunting buffalo, wild buffalo in Mexico. Really? That's that. Yeah, those are real buffalo. Those are buffalo that were actually introduced in the 1950s. They brought like 30 buffalo down there and now they have a huge sustainable herd in uh, Sonoma. So it's sustainable. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of them. There's there's a large population of buffalo, and Mexico, like the United States, has tags. Like they right. have limits. They they tell you how many you can kill and when you can. And when the populations drop, they reduce the tags, and then you have to enter into a draw. You know, that's how mo- it's done in most mm-hmm. parts of the country. Like there's places in the country where like elk, especially, very difficult to get a tag in certain places. You put in, you might not get one for four or five years. So we are now. They, since the the natural predators, what would have been, are no longer there, so we, we're we taking their place? Well, there are definitely still natural predators. Mm-hmm. Almost everywhere where these, these kind of large game animals, there's mountain lions and wolves, mm-hmm. especially in Canada. Canada, they have so many wolves in Canada that where I was in B.C., they have no limit to the amount of wolves you can kill. They want you to kill wolves. We got a lot of wolves here. Thousands. They call it Hollywood. <laughs> They're more like coyotes really? or jackals. <laughs> mm. But the point being that I have a garden in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, we have chickens. My, my wife and I, we have 24 chickens. We get all our Damn. eggs from these chickens. So we get fresh eggs. You get blue and green eggs. Yeah, and they're blue and green and brown. Yeah. And they look different, man. When yeah. you crack those eggs, it's a the dark orange yeah, yolk. It should be glowing. Yeah, and it's so healthy for you. Yeah. Because my chickens are wandering. We, we feed them. We feed them some table scraps like vegetables, and, and we'll, we'll actually feed them like some fish or some leftover beef or, or game meat or something like that. But they also wander around the yard. So they're constantly eating grass. They're con- Like when you see vegetarian raised chickens, right. guess what? Yeah. They're not supposed the to eat vegetables. vegetables. <laughs> they're fucking omnivores. Chickens are dinosaurs. Right. That's Basically. what they are. Yeah. They're dinosaurs that survived. Right. I mean, that really is what they are. Mm. And they eat everything. They, yeah. they wander around the yard and they eat. Like, my wife will, like, lift up rocks and they, they, they attack slugs. <laughs> they, they, go for, they go fucking crazy for worms and slugs and bugs. It's kind of cool to watch them and, do it. Um, I, I used to uh, have a friend and I used to take my... Um, those grubs, you know. This, yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to take the grubs from the compost uh, and give them to their chickens. You know? They go crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Mine are cool because they're like, we we have so much interaction with them that they're like my friends. Like I go see them, I, I go hello, girls, and I open up the gate and let them out into the yard, and they, they you know they run through your legs and stuff. And they're they're so used to us, we could pick them up, but yet they make food for us. You have a rooster or two? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd That's you say rude. it like that? <laughs> because that motherfucker will wake up your neighbors, man. I don't no, want. To... I, had, I, had, I, op- I opened a gate once. That people had this rooster, man. The chickens are in there, and the rooster. I didn't even. He was like six feet in the air, claws done, like yeah, coming at to fuck me. You dude. Up. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm cool on the testosterone. Yeah, it's a no, motherfucker. You're right, isn't even it? in chickens, <laughs> testosterone is a terrible. It's a hell of a drug. You know, well, it's the reason why the buildings are so tall, and the, and the fences are so high, and the guns are so strong. It's all testosterone. If it was only women on the planet, there'd just be some fucking arguments and right. a few hair pulling matches. Exactly. That's about it. But testosterone is what's up. My friend Remy. Um, he uh, he has chickens, 
and his neighbor had a rooster that was coming over and fucking his chickens really, but, and just going crazy yeah, and beating I mean, them up. Yeah. So he put a concrete, like there's, the, the, you apparently buy these roosters that are like made out of cement. They look like a rooster. Right. And he placed it in front of the chicken coop. And this rooster came over and started fighting Attack. with the concrete, concrete. rooster <laughs> and just got its Idiot. ass kicked. Just pecked it, <laughs> fell down, kicked it, and stopped coming around. We need like, that on tape. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> He's like, that rooster fucked me up. I didn't even try. He, he just came no. over and pecked it and kicked it and just said, fuck this, and just literally stopped coming around. When you see what they do to these chickens, though, man, it's- It's horrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's yeah. pretty It's pretty bad. It's it's. I didn't know that, you know, that they do these chickens like that. And to see this chicken's feathers and body raped up and scarred mm. up, it's like, damn, dude, is it that good? Yeah, I'm cool on that. Yeah, when you buy chickens that have been factory farmed too, there's it's illegal in a lot of places right. to film the conditions. Right. Like they've made laws against exposing yep. how inhumane it is yes. to raise chickens like that, which is what kind of a fucking law could you have that would that would prevent you from exposing something that most people think should be illegal. Yeah. Like, can you imagine that? No. Well, I mean, we have, I mean, we, we need those chicken sandwiches at these fast food restaurants, man, you know? It's so, crazy. It's really and crazy. And we need them quick. So, I mean, when you think of the numbers, the, uh, you know, I, I remember, like, the guy at, um, that runs the food at L.A. Unified, he was like, he tells me, Ron, I've already served 300 and something thousand meals. This breakfast is this morning, you know. And you think, God damn. You know, I've had such and such and thousand, hundred thousand chickens lunches. And you're like, and that's just, you think, that's just a school. Yeah. You know, what about everybody else? It's right. Like, so, yeah. So, yeah. It's, I don't know how we're going to do that. But I, I well, think it's a, a numbers f- issue, right? Yeah, it is. But, you know, we have this, we can't feed everybody. We don't have enough food to feed everybody. No, you guys waste. They say it's up to 50% of the food now that's to produce. They say it's 50% of the food is, is going back to waste, man. So uh, my whole thing is like, I don't need you to feed me, dude. You know, yeah. and I guess you on the same tip. It's like, no, nah, yeah. I, got, I got my bow and arrow and I got my AR and I'm cool. You know, I'll feed my, and I got my chickens. Yeah. yeah, if you could feed yourself, it would be ideal. The problem is a lot of people that live in apartments or a lot of they, they don't have the land, they don't yeah. have the space. And that's where like your idea of using the medians and using empty lots yeah. like god, there's got to be enough room on every block and it, it should be mandated. I mean, if we have look, if you look at LA, you look at the grid of LA, if 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 it's set up the way it's set up and it doesn't, it should be engineered to have these spaces exactly. in it. And if it was engineered to have these spaces, one on every block, it wouldn't look much different than the way it looks now, but it would supply food to everybody, everybody. that lives on those blocks. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's perfect. I, I don't know why. they. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I'm, they have to know this. You Do you know? think it, but who are they? When you say they have to know this, well, or the, you the, think the, that they're taking advantage of the situation as it exists now, or do you think they actively engineered it? Because this situation has been there for a long fucking time now. So well, the people yeah. that are in power right now, or they've essentially they've stepped into power after the, 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 the it was already in place. Yeah, but if everybody start growing their food, think of the the system that you attack and eliminate. Mm-hmm. 
they they have these things called lobbyists and everything, man. They're gonna be up in an uproar, man. About That's that a real shit. problem, right? Yeah. The, these yeah. lobbyists are fucking creepers. <laughs> They're creepers. <laughs> they really are. I mean, that that situation is very strange. Who, that someone who can came spend, up with that shit though. It's I don't know. <laughs> Demon spawn. It's just fuck. There's a lot of things. Special interest groups. The fact yeah. that the the Supreme Court made it so corporations can donate money like an individual as yeah. much as they want. Yeah, which is just fucked. And then you have people that are paid to say that this shit is healthy. And, yes, and that's what's crazy. And it's like, how yes. do you sleep? You know, like the, these companies that have. I'm like, do you guys eat this shit that you produce, or have or do you have you drank the Kool Aid? Exactly. I, I Even don't. fucking Dr. Oz was on TV talking yeah. about miracle diet pills or miracle cures for. Yeah, and, and Dr. Got, and got Dr. Oz is my dog too, man. Is I don't. He? Yeah, he. Not mine. He's, he's cool. Not now. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's, he's cool peeps, but I, I don't know what the hell that was about. I mean, the same thing with um, what's the one? I'll here? tell you exactly what it was about. <laughs> Dr. Oz was thinking about that new Mercedes S550. Ooh, God, it would look with good the driving 20, around with the in 24s. that. Nobody drives the 24s anymore. There's <laughs> potholes. They destroy your wheels. Everybody gave up on rims. Right? Remember when spinners? Spinners was the tipping point. It's like people had nice rims and then the spinners. And every, okay, so everybody went, over. what the That's fuck like, are we okay, doing? Okay, yeah, let's and shut, then they stopped. shut this shit down. <laughs> it's just time to shut this it shit down. It went too far. And then we had to bring it back. And now everybody has stock rims. You know? <laughs> Dr. Oz is not interested in no 24s. <laughs> you know, standard 19-inch wheels are fine. He just wants to just drive around and just listen to music on his nice Mercedes, thinking about those diet pills, <laughs> making him all that money. <laughs> well, I mean, what's his name? What was what was Dr. Phil had a problem some years back, you know? With, with what? With the same kind of product kind of thing, do- endorsing that shit. All you Oprah's know? bitches. Right. They'll never get in trouble. <laughs> Oprah should be president, man. That's I'm telling you. Up. Everybody wants a woman president why no, not oprah no i think i think michelle should be president obama's wife yes, yeah, yeah really yeah, yeah why is that why do you think i that? don't know she just she's sexy she, and she just seems well, like doesn't a doesn't help she just seems like a beast man she just seemed like she she know what time it is i don't know well you know? it wouldn't be a bad thing for a woman to be president because I, I, I think, think so. women are much well, less likely wait, wait, to wait, 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 war. back up back up but the first person they had they were trying to get in there Elizabeth Warren or Hillary Clinton? No, no, the chick that can see can see uh, what? Oh, can Sarah see, Palin can see Russia <laughs> from her front porch, you know, or some. See, shit. that was just a ploy to get scared white people to vote for McCain. <laughs> That's all that was. That was like, but they loved think, her. What are you talking they about? Like, Joe like Dude, they loved her. They liked the concept of her, but once it was exposed what she really is, then they didn't like her. That's why it didn't work. <laughs> they found out she's a fucking moron. When Katie Couric was interviewing her, like, oh my what God. books do you read? <laughs> what magazine? do you read what newspapers do you read Stop. well you know all was kinds that, was, was, oh you know <laughs> that fucking bitch doesn't read she doesn't read shit you're so wrong she doesn't dude. read her own emails <laughs> it's true she's a fucking no, that, moron that interview it yeah. was like ooh. Yeah. you realize and they lampooned the shit out of her on saturday night <laughs> yeah they did yeah. that was bad dude well it was great i mean that's what made uh what's her name what's the the f- funny woman that did her on saturday night live that made her famous. Oh, Tina Fey. Tina, Tina Fey. That's, Tina. What, that's what made her famous. Tina's counsel. Essentially. Tina's counsel. You like that? Yeah. Well, and then that Lisa Ann porn star did her, and those uh, that made her famous, too. Those porn videos where she played Sarah Palin. No. But don't pretend you don't know. <laughs> no. I, Look at him. He's like, what? Dude. What is this, porn? What's porn? <laughs> no, I'm not saying I don't I'm know not, what you're saying. No, I'm not saying I don't watch. <laughs> I, I haven't done, indulged in porn every day. <laughs> uh, but- 
But no, I'm at least saying. No, I don't yeah. see. I'm not like you, dude. I don't get invited to the conferences and all that I shit. I don't go to any conferences. You know? Yeah, whatever. I don't. Yeah. I don't go to anything. <laughs> this is what I, I go to. I go to the UFC fights. And I shoot comedy stores. Bambi's daddy. Oh, what the Bambi. <laughs> Bambi and Yogi and Boo Boo and hey, Bullwinkle. That's Bullwinkle's hey, kid right there. I shot him right in the dick. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat a Bullwinkle burger later tonight. Yeah, yeah no, you got to put me up on that. I mean, I, I taste would love it. to. I, I wish I'd brought eat, some in for you. You eat snake? I have eaten snake. Yeah, it's weird. It, it it's very lean, you know, but it's very good for you. You know what's really really good for you is alligator. I, I I've only had it at like a restaurant where it was like frozen and thawed out and it wasn't that good. But apparently, according to the people that like actually hunt alligators. When they do the protein analysis on the meat, it's like twice as much protein, protein. as beef. Well, it's I mean, it's a, you can get you. it in um, you can get it in Louisiana. Well, they have so many alligators now. Yeah. Those stupid alligator shows, those swamp people, <laughs> those fucking redneck hillbillies <laughs> wandering around shooting these alligators. They shoot five hundred of them a season. They, wow. They're allowed to shoot five hundred alligators a season. That's how many there are. I mean, they're infested. So what is the season though? Is that I don't a know. year? Is that six no, months? It's is usually that four a couple months? months. Usually yeah. a couple months. Mm. Well, it depends on the animal. No, I've, for, I've had for, ga- I've had a I think I've had a gator. Um, uh, was it poor boy or something? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I mean Louisiana. I'd be big as a house if I lived there. I mean, that, the <laughs> they deep is, fry the fuck out of everything. No, I'm just saying the food is is flavor, dude. Mm. You can't find that flavor nowhere else, and that shit is just like. Oh my God! Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I go and it's like, damn, dude. You know, I try not to eat like two weeks before I know I'm going to Louisiana because <laughs> I know I'm just gonna fuck the uh, game up. Do you like that yeah. spicy sort oh, yeah. of Hell Cajun yeah. food? I oh, love yeah. that shit. No, I, I love yeah. that shit. Oh man, come on! That, Is there a good Cajun restaurant in LA? Uh, not like Louisiana. I haven't found nothing that's that's like Louisiana. That real gumbo. I mean, even when you go to House of Blues, yeah, at, in Louisiana, it's a whole nother game. And I and I remember seeing Dan Aykroyd once here in 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 at the House of Blues in Hollywood. You know, and I just, I mean, I was in Louisiana and I think ate a House of Blues shit three times. You know, so I'm like, wow, it, it's that food, good. The food was the bomb. And um, I told you know Aykroyd, I say, man, this. This food, man, y'all need the same food that he didn't take it too good. I said, y'all need the <laughs> y'all need the same food that they got in, in that you, the chef you got in Louisiana, man. <laughs> you know. And that, what did he say? He, he didn't take it too good. He gets out of you. <laughs> you can his face kind of changed a little, wow. you know. <laughs> Damn, but I was serious. I thought I was dude. putting him up on. I thought I was putting him up on game. You he's, know? A, he's a squirrely dude. Really? You ever, yeah. You ever hear him talk about UFOs? No. Oh, he's hilarious. Really? He just fucking believes every goddamn story of UFOs ever. He, Yeah, he does all these UFO documentaries. He's always the narrator for these UFO things. Apparently, he's just a UFO nut. Okay, so what do you think about chemtrails? What do I think about chemtrails? Yes. This is the real, and this, I did a special, on, or a show, an episode of this for okay. this sci-fi show that right. I did. When you see those clouds across the sky, when a jet is going across the sky, that is absolutely 100% a jet engine reacting to the condensation in the atmosphere. When a jet engine is driving or flying through condensation, the way it spins and the, the heat temperature, the changing of the temperature of the air causes artificial clouds. And th- this is scientifically documented. No one in the scientific world disagrees with it. However... When you talk about has the government sprayed things from the sky, 100%. 
They definitely have. Not only have they done it, it's documented. These tests have been documented. They did one in, was it Detroit? I think it was Detroit, where they they wanted to test during the Cold War what would happen if the United States got, uh, if they sprayed some sort of a biological agent, like a biological weapon. So they sprayed this these particles On into Detroit. the sky. What the hell? Detroit? Hell. Yeah. What, we, who, we don't need Detroit. Let's just test these. Right? Well, they said that these were innocuous particles and they wanted to measure them. And they, they definitely for sure have experimented with cloud seeding. They know how to start rain. Oh, when yeah. rain they I mean, said that's what happened in Vietnam. You know? Oh, yeah. They did a lot of shit in Vietnam. Yeah. They did a lot of experimenting in Vietnam. What's well, one of the things they do whenever they go to war? Whenever they go to war, they bust out all sorts. Look at the fucking depleted uranium shells yeah. that they denied using in the original Iraq war that caused all these veterans to get sick yeah, as fuck. All that Gulf War syndrome, most bullshit. scientists believe that Came it's directly from, from de- depleted uranium for sure they used. Yeah. And they denied it for the longest fucking time, but they used these depleted uranium shells. Apparently, they just blow through everything. Right. Tanks, any armored weapon carriers, they just boom, depleted uranium. Uranium is so insanely dense, it just goes through everything. And that's it's fucking nuclear waste. Right. You know, so they're creating these weapons out of nuclear waste. The shit has a half-life of like a hundred thousand years. Right. So these soldiers are around these burnt out husks of these uh these tanks that they breathing shot with the shit. shit. They're breathing it in and they all get deathly, deathly ill. And that that's a fact. And that's something where they get away with experimenting with things. Like, look, we're already killing a million fucking people. Let's experiment with some shit. Wow. And so that's what they do. And then that shit's still in the air, though. Yes. But as far as, like, what people think chemtrails are, like, you see those clouds across the sky, and everyone's like, oh, the government's spraying us. No. That is not what happens. And when you say that, it... it the, the real problem is it throws everything else into question because it's so easily disproved. It makes it look like people are being kooks. Really? And then it makes it, it makes everybody like, like, oh, the fucking sky is falling. Like, no, no, no. It's a fucking artificial cloud created by a jet engine. It's well, that simple. Why, why are they in grids, though? Because flight patterns are in grids. It's real simple. When you see planes flying from Burbank to Phoenix, the or, they're going the same route every time, and they crisscross each other. Everybody's looking for some crazy grand conspiracy when it comes to these chemtrails, but it is 100% jet engines interacting with condensation. We talk to scientists. We talk to people that believe and people that don't believe, people that believe in conspiracies and believe in chemtrails, and they're fucking loony. They're loony, man. They didn't do the work. And when you talk to them about the the actual fact, like you show them like a real jet engine that is interacting with the condensation in the atmosphere and creating these artificial clouds, all of a sudden they don't want to believe that. Those the government made that video. No, no, the fucking Southwest. (laughs) Watch it. It's a fucking flight. It's a flight flying out of Burbank. They're not spraying anything, man. Oh, the aluminum and barium. We did this. We had this interview with this guy. Who was talking about aluminum and barium in the soil, and that's the aluminum and barium. It's proven. We did sample tests of this water, and it had aluminum and barium in it. But I, I talked to the guy. I said, "Well, it says sludge here in this in this exam. It says sludge." I go, "What does sludge mean?" And he goes, "Well, I don't know. You tell me what it means." I go, "Okay, let's Google it." So I Google sludge. Sludge is water mixed with dirt. dirt. I go, "So you have dirt and water." I go, "Do you know that dirt is like has a big percentage of dirt? It's fucking aluminum. Like aluminum is in dirt everywhere. It's a natural. It's a natural metal." It's all over the fucking world. Right. There's aluminum. It's like one of the most common metals. So what you're saying is your dirt 
tested positive for being dirt. <laughs> and that's not evidence of a fucking conspiracy. Not only that, you know how ridiculous it would be to try... Oh, it's, they're trying to control the population. They're fucking controlling themselves, too. Right. They're spraying entire cities. You know how stupid that is? The idea that they're spraying cities? I agree. And But my whole thing is to... When we look at the food, what's the difference? What are these people that's making this bullshit food? What are they eating, Joe? Here's a real chemtrail. You want know the real chemtrails? Yep. They're burning gasoline in the sky. That's the real chemtrail. Mm -hmm. The real chemtrail is the thing that people aren't even worried about. The thing that everyone knows. Everyone knows. You get in a jet, you fly to New York. Right. That fucking jet is burning gas yes. in the sky. <laughs> 30,000 feet above well, your head. That's not innocuous. Right. That shit is bad for you. Right. People around airplane airports, there's a high, high level risk. of asthma, yep. lung disorders, yep. diseases. They're breathing in burning fumes. That's real as fuck. I mean, it's like this that apartment that burnt down next to the freeway yeah. downtown. So, you know, it was so funny that it would happen because a friend was talking, you know, how they have if you lived here, you'd be home now. Mm -hmm. You know how they have those banners. And, and she was like, what about if there was a banner we put on the building that said if you lived here, you'd have cancer, <laughs> asthma, you know, <laughs> and all kinds of shit. There's no way they already know that you don't, do not build buildings that close to a fucking freeway. And you got these people's balcony literally what 50 feet away from the freeway you uh -huh. know it's and crazy it's, and it, by the way it's not just the fumes it's fucking brake dust yeah that's things that. that people don't think about yeah. brake dust when you will you clean your wheels right. if you go, take your car to a car wash and you try all to clean that. your wheels yeah. all that shit that that black powder yeah. that fucking shit's in the air man that shit's in the air and it gets in your lungs and people that live in cities like in new york city yep. they're sucking in brake dust all Constantly. day long all day long you know, if we really cared about people, we would first of all we would we would change it. We would make carbon ceramic brakes would be mandatory because it limits the amount of brake dust. They're more expensive, but you can get them on performance cars. But it limits the amount of brake dust drastically. Like if you have carbon ceramic brakes in your car, you don't get brake dust on your right. wheels. It's different, and they could ch they could come up with some sort of a material that's not so fucking toxic. That shit that you're breathing in, you're, you're breathing in a combination of the, the chemicals that are being burned in the, in the engines, gas. Yeah, the all. gas, the pollutants. There's a lot of shit you're yeah. breathing so in. They, and they, what kills me is they, they've done these tests and they said it should be at least 200 yards, some crazy 200 mm -hmm. yards away. That's almost a safe zone. And they keep building these living these buildings where people live in right next to these freeways, even schools right next to freeways yeah. like that. And it's like, no, it's no concern, you know. Well, it's just convenient and people are willing to live there and they just bury their head in the ground like an ostrich. You know, that's I got to die of something. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Well, the reality is what we've constructed as far as like modern urban cities, they're not natural. Nope. They're not natural exactly. and they're not well thought out nope. in, in that it's not healthy for your body. Nope. It's not optimal. They say the people that live in cities will die an average of 10 years earlier because of the fact that you're they, taking in these pollutants and toxins wow. than someone who lives in the country that follows the exact same sort of diet and lifestyle. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, that's... We, in, instead of making homes for us to live in, you know, that, are, that are, accommodate us, I think it's like you said, it's just the opposite. These houses are not made for us. They're made for the space that we're in. They're not, I mean, even when you think of 
the um, you, if you take the sun and the moon into account when you're building, which is a lot of these things. Oh, this is the property I'm building. What fits in here? They don't take a lot of the the natural resources mm-hmm. resources in into account when they're when they're when they're doing these construction projects. Yeah, without a doubt. And then they're not worried about the effect of it's going to have on these people that live yeah, right yeah, next yeah. to the city or right next to the freeway. Rather, they just know. Look, we have this lot, uh-huh. and we can make X amount of money if we put a hundred apartment buildings in this lot. Fuck it. Let's build yeah. and they just build it's dark man it's, <laughs> it's it, it really is it's weird I mean, it's weird that people are willing yeah, to but we got to find some light man you know this and, that, and that's kind of why i started you know what i'm doing i mean there's, there's, well, there's one thing about what you're doing with growing plants is you're you're actually filtering the air no doubt that's one of the reasons well when you know what i love about the fact you're filtering the air um and the conversations that i have that i would never have had had if this garden wasn't there i mean people that i i have you know homeless guys is man I, I love walking by here i walk by here every day and it makes me feel good you know and and or the interaction with these kids that that or i have a guy that comes by every day to point in his kids in a wagon he points out everything and tells her what it is in spanish you know so i had a busload of kids from harvard you know come wow. and, and it's it's like and to me, it's like, wow, really? This is the, but one thing is like you said, you're changing the ecosystem. I get up every morning and I get to see hummingbirds. I get to see butterflies. I get to see the bees that took over a trash can, you know, for two and a half, three years now. You know, I gave them a new condo recently, you know, with a window <laughs> in the back. But do you raise bees or do they just live there they, naturally? They came and now, I mean, I'm kind of forced to deal with them. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm cool with them because what's beautiful is that all they have to do is fly 25, 30 feet to get, you know, and they're back to their hive. So they right. get the sunflowers that I have planted on the front and um, they're doing their pollination thing. So it, it it's a win-win. I mean, and that's the thing, that whole if you build it, they will come. So I have pollinators. I get to see butterflies. I get to see, but I also get these damn baby bears that they call raccoons and you know they're um, crazy aren't they stop dude they're scary no it's as hell and they don't they don't run no you know they don't run and it's like you ripping up my garden dude and you just turn around and look at me and say you see these claws dude i will fuck you up yeah they don't give a fuck about people no man not those urban raccoons no and they're big dude they're kind of they're, they're kind of scary. Well, they know how to open up trash cans. Yeah, first of all, and they're getting a lot of food. Yeah, I, heard, I saw a special one of them on um, PBS or something where in Japan they people had them because there was this little cartoon and they were all oh so all the kids all of a sudden everybody had raccoons until they grew bigger and they started tearing up the house and then what they did. They just put them out of the house, and now they're ruining like all this ancient, um, this uh, what you call architecture in um, in Japan. I mean, just tearing shit up. Yeah, raccoons are they're interesting animals because they kind of have like little hands, like a person yeah, almost. Because yes, that's how they they get the trash cans yeah. in, in broad daylight. Man, they'll just turn over trash cans. And I, but I have raccoons, and then. I mean, one day, literally, I'm going, I'm leaving, going out, it's like 9, 10 o'clock, and I walk out, and I see this possum, you know, on one side. And I'm like, damn. And they, this possums are scary as hell to me. They just, yeah, they just, I live. And then he d- disappears, and then I hear a sh- rustle in a tree, and then there's this raccoon that's on the ground that's, like, trying to go into my flower beds. I'm like, what the hell is this? What, what is this, Alice in Wonderland? What the fuck am I? <laughs> just a menagerie and shit, you know? So yeah, nah, I'm cool, man. 
I'm cool. But I can't, I, I mean, I, I, I love the interaction. You know, I love the people who, the conversations. I love, you know, because I keep plants growing and I give people, like, if they like something, I'm like, here, I keep seedlings, man. Here, grow your own. You want sunflowers? You like my sunflowers? Here, take it. Grow your own. Would you ever want to live in a place that's, like, more um, more of, like, a outdoor environment? Like, you know, more of a uh, rural environment? <laughs> or do you like the fact that all this is happening in the city? In the city. Um, yes and no. I mean, and I think that's why a lot of people have, you know, they have the stuff in, in parts of the valley in Malibu and places like that where you can kind of have that kind of thing. I mean, uh, where they have these big ass properties mm-hmm. where you, you do that and you have to come down the hill, you know, to, um, to go to the property, um, grocery store or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I mean, I like, I like the city. You know, but also, I mean, I used to camp and stuff. So, I mean, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact, like, you brought me back when you talked about the water. Because, you know, the whole thing we learned is the snow runs down and then it hits all those rocks. And all the rocks, rocks are filtering the water. And that water is just crystal fresh and it's clear because it's been filtered and filtered and filtered and filtered by nature. You know, my whole thing is all this waste and all this fucked up shit is because of us. We all the waste is us. Mother Nature don't waste nothing. We do. And what's really crazy is human beings, if we'd have been around in this form for whatever, 100,000 years, the world's been around for four-something billion years, but we've only been fucking it up for like a hundred. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, since the industrial era. So what, 150 years, whatever it is? That's nuts. And in that time, we fucked everything up. up. (laughs) If you talk to like... Japanese people that uh, are into sushi right. and like, oh my god, and that that used yep. to they used to be able to pull like just so many tuna out of the ocean, and now it's hard. Yeah. It's not the same anymore. The numbers have depleted drastically. I mean, all these, of it within our lifetime. These whales that are 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 being beached, and people wonder why. And they they see the open. They open these whales, and it's like tons of plastic inside of them. Yeah, well, you there's know, yeah, there's that kind a of lot shit. of birds that f- accidentally feed their their young yeah. chicks. They feed them plastic. They don't know what a plastic is. They think yeah. it might be a fish or something, yeah. and they're trying to feed it to their chicks. And they they find these dead chicks on some of these islands with and, and stomachs well, filled it, with plastic. And these mat these uh, what is cigarette lighters? Mm-hmm. They never ever ever deteriorate. No, never. Nothing. Yeah. So it's like we. I mean, and. And it's it's like I asked some. It's like the same thing with something as simple as leaves. We throw it's a nuisance to us. We throw it away. They we don't see that has has a resource. Those are that's soil, dude. That's rich ass soil. If you right. put it, and I tell people, I say, who gardens? Who gardens in in the forest? Mm-hmm. No damn body. So how the hell do we have three hundred and fifty fifty foot trees? Mother Nature laid the game plan down and we just keep trying to change. No, go back to nature. Go back to the real shit. Why don't, why don't we why don't we emulate? Why don't we copy what she's doing? Have you ever gone to the uh rainforest in the Pacific Northwest? No. It's amazing up there because the ground is really really soft. Like when you step on it, it's yep. like smushes under your feet because it's literally 6 7 feet of leaves yep. that have just dropped down there and the the lower you go, the it becomes dirt. dirt yeah. And as it, decom- it decomposes, like 
yeah. uh, the lower you get, it's feeding the soil. It's it's kind of, it's, it's kind of making its own compost. It's making its own soil, yeah, which is rich in, in nutrients. I, I mean, and when you think of that whole process, it's like a circle. When you think, okay, this the the, the, the tree knows it's it's winter, so it's going to shed its leaves, and those leaves create a mulch for the tree. So when it rains, the water stays there, and then those leaves turn into soil. I mean, yeah. it's, it's that simple, but it's also one of the most complex things on the planet. When yeah, but when we p- take table scraps and like eggshells and all these different things, we throw them away and right. they just go into a garbage somewhere. But if we took those and put them in a compost pile and then added leaves and all that stuff, it's incredible nutrition for those plants. But my whole thing is, I tell people to me, it's compost made me realize that nothing ever dies, ever. Okay, because... If this leaf that you hear this crunchy sound because it's dried out, that crunches energy. But you put it with a green leaf and all of a sudden. So how does this shit heat up to 150 degrees if it was mm. dead? Where, right. where where did this heat come from if this is dead? That's the weird thing, right? The heat. When you when you, yeah. you take a pitchfork and do a big <laughs> compost pile, you lift it up, you see steam. Yeah. Steam rises. Yeah. No, I, I just recently I had some meat and I have, my, I have some compost um, bins that I just had made. And I put some meat in the middle of the compost bin, you know, and this shit cooked, dude. I mean, I, I when I flipped it over, this stuff was like you had put it in a damn, you know, skillet or something. That's wow. how hot the piles get. That's know? crazy. It is. Well, I mean, it's heat. I mean, and I think that's what it took me to. It's like, damn, I wonder if these survivalists in the, the get in the forest, I wonder if this is a technique they use to keep to keep warm. You know, is to to do a leaf pile or some shit like that. Because I mean, you think of the heat that comes off of a compost pile. Um, Will Allen, who has growing power, and what he does, he heats his greenhouses with compost. He builds the compost on the side of these. He has these giant hoop houses, and that's how he heats them is with compost. And where does he set these greenhouses up? Although he has um in um he's in the Midwest, and um you should look him up. Will he's um he's a badass. Um he's um got kids training them how to grow fish. He he has like this closed loop system where he does. The the uh, the fish the fish yeah and that fish the water from the fish goes into his double double tiered um, g- greenhouses which are plants and so they water the plants and uh, and then you eat the fish and then and he sells eats the fish so he's yeah my friend Jason just started doing that in his yeah. basement he said it's incredible like yeah. he he spent months setting it up but the f- the water and the poop from the fish exactly filters all that down nutrients. yeah filters down into the soil. Yep. Grows the plants from it, and it's it's amazing. Then he yeah. eats the plants. Exactly. And exactly. these systems, these closed systems, I mean, you can have one of those in your fucking basement and provide yourself with a lot of food hydroponically. Yeah. A lot of a lot of this, a lot of uh, stuff is growing hydroponic, you know, aquaponics and hydroponics. Yes. Um, and, I mean, I think that's a way. I don't know. I haven't been convinced on the flavor com- compared to soil yet. On the high, on Have the you high. tried it? Yeah, I mean, but now I want to do a serious, like, get down. Okay, I got four different, six different vegetables from the ground and six different vegetables, the same thing from hydroponic. I mean, a couple I've, I have done because I had one of those towers that someone gave me. And I wasn't really convinced of the flavor. Mm-hmm. I think that's something about that soil, dude. Right. You it's know? the best way to do it, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, I ain't saying the, it's the best 
but it, yeah, hell yeah, it's the best. But at least <laughs> with the aquaponic is edible and yeah, it's, it's a solution. Exactly. It's a solution, it's a way to do it. And it's better for sure than relying on supermarkets. Totally. The more you can be self reliant, you know. But and that and that's where the day, and that's where the defiance comes in and that's where that's that's where that's where the gangster come in to me. You know, that's why I changed. That, that's why I was, why you use gangster? I said, because growing your own food is gangster how's to it, me. How's it gangster? Because you're you're being self-reliant. You're taking care of yourself. You're being a fucking bad. You're stepping away from the system. Anytime to me you step away from the system, that shit's gangster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and my whole thing is, you know, we got these old Hollywood rappers and shit that's doing this thing where you know they're they're rapping about all this violence and all the shit they do, and they living behind gates in Calabasas sometime where <laughs> you know, and they still sell, that's so true. They still selling this bullshit on the street. So what do we have? We have these kids emulating that shit. Mm-hmm. That he made it look, and they, you know. So my thing was to give these kids something else to know. The soil's gangster, dude. You know, let this let this shovel be your weapon. You know, not some gun. Not to, not singing about gang banging and, and cripping and your asses driving around in a Bentley. Stop and not and don't have no connection, you know, to that. So my whole thing stop 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 pimping these kids like that. That that is the term too, pimping these kids because they're capitalizing on this 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 need to make something out of a terrible situation exactly. where they're at. So they they take pride in that terrible situation, take pride in the violence, yep. the gang banging, the crime, all that bullshit that really. If they've escaped from it, they should be trying to figure out a way to help people escape from it. But instead of doing that, they're pimping them. Exactly, and a lot of them. I mean, some of them have done it, but a lot yes. of them, a lot of them haven't done it. Right. You know, and they're and they're singing about it. So my whole thing, I wanted to give these kids something else to look at, man. Something else to 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 possibly grow into. Something else that where they can design their own life rather than this life that's been designed for them. Now, you know? what was it like when you did that Ted special? And the one that I got a hold of and I was like, all right, Ron <laughs> Finley's on this. Because I, I, I had been talking about the idea of that for a while mm-hmm. and I had never seen anybody that was like really promoting it until you, which is kind of crazy. Right. If you really think about the fact that people have been growing things since people have been alive. alive. That's how you that's how you colonize places. That's how yeah. you hey shit, this soil's good. Let's put the let's pitch the tent right here. Exactly. That's how people set up shit. But so. for some reason, until you came along and did a TED talk, there weren't a lot of people that were doing this in an urban way, especially not people that were being publicized i think yeah i think that's what it was i mean that's it was they they were out there and me i'm a fashion designer dude i wasn't you know i wasn't is that what you do you you make clothes i was supposed to that's what i did until shit what oh eight when this recession this depression that they keep telling us is a recession happened you know and it just it just hit it put me in a chokehold dude you know, phones start ringing and people are like, we gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today and shit, you know. So it just it just fucked me up, you know. So this, I I had other stuff that I did, you know. I did some personal training and I did this just to keep alive, shit, you know, cashing bottles in and shit. And um, I, I was start growing more of my food, you know, and I start giving the food away. And the reason that's why I have it on the street. Um, now, how did Ted find out about you? How did all that wow, take this, place? Wow, that shit, it was so, some serendipitous shit, man. Because what, it was, I said, a girl, um, Melissa Painter, did a, a video on me for um, this company, Wondros. And um, about, about because they found me on, um, on um, the LA Times. 
So they came by, hey, find this guy, do a piece on him. So that so they did this piece, and so one day I'm watching uh, Ted, and it's the guy that did put the garden in the White House, and you know he was real boring. And but I'm like, damn, this guy say the same shit I say, but kind of white like, you know, <laughs> and. and uh, the same kind of shit and I'm, so I'm like damn so I, I, I emailed Melissa like whoa check this out maybe you're right maybe I should be teaching maybe I should because she's like you need to be teaching you need to be doing it I'm like I don't have a clue what the fuck I'm doing I'm just you know I'm just doing it and making it happen and so so I sent it to her okay so then um, uh, I don't know 30-40 minutes later I go back to my computer and there's this message on the computer that says hi Ron we've been watching you and I literally pushed my seat away from the table. And I'm like, literally, there's nobody even in the office. I said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I read Ted. It said something about Ted. Da, da, we want you to come to Vancouver. And I didn't even finish reading it. I'm like, yeah, haha, real funny. So I sent Melissa emails like, yeah, you real funny, dude. You know. Oh, I sent it back to them, though. Like, right. who, who the fuck is Melissa? Who's Melissa? That's right. what I get. And I'm like. Yeah, right. So I sent her on her email and she's called, Are you fucking kidding me? Are you I'm not didn't have anything to do with her? You fine? I'm like, Yeah, right. I, I talk to you and send you a TED and thirty minutes later I'm getting invited to Canada to do TED. That's how that shit happened. So they saw that her video on one of the guys who's now one of my good friends, um, Nick Weinberg, he 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 found the video online. That's what he does for Ted. They literally scour the internet in different places and find find these stories. And um, that's how I wound up doing the Ted, which was called the Worldwide Talent Search. They had never done it before, so they literally went around the world looking for speakers. And where I came in, I was the I was so last, but I wasn't even even in none of the brochures because they finally think we got to have this guy. So I was the last person in the last city of the whole tour and I was the last person on stage and I had never done that shit before. Well, you did great. No, for no, someone that's who's the, never done that's, it. The, oh, that's second, the second that's one. The, that's, see, this one got me to that one. Okay, so it was like a, almost like an audition. It, it, I didn't know. Yeah, it was. And I almost, I said, Brian, you could just just leave. Just get on a plane and go. <laughs> you, you're going to embarrass yourself, dude. <laughs> it's like, leave, leave. You're going to embarrass your son. Were you, you nervous? Fuck yeah, I was nervous. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> what were you nervous about? Just public speaking? Just, well, the whole thing and being dyslexic and screwing up the lines that I thought I was supposed to read. And, and no one paid attention. No one there. They thought, because they saw this video that was shot over its days, they thought, oh, Ron, we're not worried about you. And I was looking at these college kids and these professionals, and they had these polished-ass pre presentations and I'm like, damn, dude, you, how are you going to compete? You know? But while, while I wound up being the last one, and I wound up getting a standing ovation. That was in Vancouver. So that's how, that's how, that's what happened, dude. So I, I just like, I literally, I remember, I, Joe, my foot was about to hit the stage, and I said, dude, you got to represent. You got to represent your sons. You got to represent your hood. You got to represent L.A. You got to represent. You can't come in this country and fuck up. And, right. and when my foot hit the stage, I literally said, let the bullets fall where they're going to fall. You know, and, that, and, I, and I went out, and I, I rocked it. I mean, you, if you watch it, you can see the nerves kind of. But if, you know, compared to my, you know, to Big Ted and Big Ted, that shit was just like, <sighs> That should change my. That should change my life, dude. And a sense of 
from the moment I got on stage to the moment I went off stage, just it was just it, it ain't stopped. I mean that that was I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that kind of. I didn't expect that, dude. I didn't expect people to to react like I didn't expect that kind of reaction. Well, it makes sense. It all makes sense, it, and you do a great job. I mean, the, what you're saying makes sense, and you do a great job of expressing yourself in in a in an authentic way. Like right. you are you on stage. Right. You're not trying to be somebody. You're I not a politician. I who's, do me yes. too fucking good. I, <laughs> I can't be no. And I tell people, don't change. But that's good. No, it was it was and. And I think that's what threw me because you're hearing all these brilliant people, all these academics and they, you know, and all these people with all these, these, you know, letters behind their name, Ph.D. and all that bush. And then my remedial ass, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, how do you do? Why are you even here? You but know? that is that's authentic and refreshing to a lot of people. Like people are it was. they're getting tired yeah. of hearing blur, the same blur, blur, sort blur, of blur. bland, monotone. Yeah. You're being yourself. And also your message resonates. Like it makes sense to people. They're yeah. hearing what you're saying, they're like, Yeah, why don't we grow our own food? Yeah, that would be a great utilization of space. Yeah. So no, when I saw I mean, I got I got a massive standing ovation from there, and it was, it that that I it hit me, man. It was like whoa, and um, to and it just that it just changed everything. You wow, know? it just changed everything, and and I mean, I I um, I got I got mad respect for Ted. You know, I mean, a lot of people, oh, it's a code, it's this, it's this. And yeah, no, that's what I always hear. You know, yeah, I know you had what's his name, Eddie Wong. You had Eddie. I saw your show. <laughs> Eddie on here. Yeah, Eddie, but the, <laughs> Eddie's rich, and they're trying to make him have a roommate. Right. He's like, can I get my own fucking hotel room? <laughs> he could have got his own fucking room. They let him. Stop, dude. He doesn't lie. Eddie's not a liar. Did they make you stay with somebody? Fuck no. 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 no they made you stay by yourself? Maybe they're scared I, they they didn't you. make me stay by myself. <laughs> well, they're scared. It was whatever. Oh, the big black guy. Ah, yeah, I'm that's what I'm You know, it's a little funny. Chinese guy. They like it's, push that motherfucker in a room with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I, I did. I did this. I had the best time. I did this conference called Mad Four um, in uh, in Copenhagen. You know, Renee Giuseppe, who's the owns Noma, which is you know, no, it's the best restaurant in the world. And uh, this conference was like all chefs and, you know, food writers, like food people from literally all over the world, man. And I had a girl to come visit me. She, I met her there and she came visit me to, to talk about a project. And she says, yeah, Ron, you, you came out and you scared everybody, you know, but it was like you changed the whole, con you changed the whole um, uh, atmosphere of the whole conference after you, you know, because basically once I did my piece, it wasn't everybody just fuck it. Everybody just got naked. Fuck it. Just like let it hang out. Yeah, it wasn't none of that pretentious bullshit. And um, she said, but I, I said I scared. What did I do? She says you just came out and and you told people to raise their hands up and because I did this thing for Ferguson there, you know. And I'm like, that I said, oh yeah, the big black guy. Ah, you know. So it's funny. To, it's funny to hear that though. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't see it, but um, you know, it's I, I've had a lot of fun and I met a lot of great people. But I've also this shit where you know I got people this this woman they want me to come to this place in Ireland, and this is what I get. They want you to come and they're gonna pay you fair and they're gonna put you up, but they're not giving you no paper. You know, they it ain't no honorarium. They ain't giving you no speaker's fee. And it's like, but you want me to do a keynote and you want me to do um, you know a panel. 
So basically it comes, it's almost like I'm entertaining your people. And they're paying to get into this conference? Mad money. Yes. So what the fuck is that? Well, you I'm, you get that a lot, man, where it's like, you know, people were, and I have to, t- and she, so I get this shitty ass email that's like, well, um, I guess no one else is ans- asking for an honorarium, a fee, so I guess this is not a fit for Ron, good luck in what he does, da da da. And it was like real snarky, kind of, kind of like the nerve of you to ask us to pay you right I'm like, you don't do what you do for free this right. i this i send my kids to private school well you know they have that south by southwest oh my festival Why are you, you know that festival i keynoted i opened south by southwest eco last year did you i was the key i opened the whole conference and they will never show my video why would you, you say something crazy no i mean i kind of clown i clowned them just about what we're talking about you know, yeah. about, about not paying people. They you know? offered to have me come down, and they wanted me to perform there and uh, to do, do some, some fucking thing they were doing on podcasting. Right. And they they offered me a pass to right. go to yeah. see, and they're like, this pass is worth $1,200 <laughs> to see all these other fucking <laughs> yeah, people who aren't getting paid, paid to perform. <laughs> they wanted me to fly in on my own dime, put myself wow. up, pay for my own fucking Stop. food, and work for free, Stop. and they were going to give me a pass. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, that's and, hilarious. And do you see how much money they make? And, yes. and that's and and what I did literally, I didn't go deep, but I, I did kind of. Cl- I mean, I, I told the whole. I said, hold on a minute. And this, you know, and I, I had a tip. I had a bucket, a friend, a, t- a paint bucket, and I had a t- sign that says tips. So I said, hold on. So I got the tape and I put tips on the bucket. Then I got on stage. People were fucking dying laughing. You know, <laughs> some of the tweets are like, uh oh, Ron Finley just entered the stage with a tip bucket. Details later, you know. So, and and I kind of clowned them about, you know, why am I here? You know, well, it's not only that. It's Southwest Airlines is a fucking big company. They have a lot of money, and they're the sponsor of this whole thing. It's called South by By Southwest. Southwest. They have a fucking Southwest Airlines plane on all their pictures and brochures and shit. Like, where's the money going? Yeah, no, people I, are paying to get in there. No, it's it's it's, but it's exposure. It's yeah. ex- Joe, you need to. I I'm tell you, you know what I say about exposure. I said too much exposure give you pneumonia. <laughs> you you know? die of frostbite. Yeah, exactly. Like so, but they, CIA dudes. You know who's going to be in the audience, Joe? No, I need a check, dude. Fuck who's in the audience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So your response that's not your responsibility. If you want me to come somewhere and you want me to inspire and do what I do, I need a check. Because well, you're taking should... me from what I do. Yeah, and it should be as well. Exactly. It's like the exposure should be as, as well, well as financial compensation. Thank you. It's like, yeah, there should be some exposure. Exactly. They should be able to say, hey, Ron, we'll be able to pay your fee, blah, blah, blah. And here's but, a good thing for you. But, it's exposure. But to say that it, the exposure is your pay is right. fucking <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> That's- At least I did get, I did get a, I did, I think. No, I, well, they, they reimbursed me for my flight. Oh, how cute so, of them. Yeah, they how re- sweet. They reimburse- <laughs> That's insane. It's insane if they're charging money for people yeah, no. to perform and they're yeah. not paying the people. Yeah. I, I mean, and that, that's, one of, that's one of my things now. So, and everybody's, and I want to send this woman a real bad letter just to say, you know, just like you don't do what you do for free. Don't think that I'm supposed to be honored to come and speak in, at, on, two pan- on a panel and keynote your event for free just because you've given me a ticket. And it's a conference it's i mean it's this thing this festival that's sponsored by a major corporation, corporation. Yeah. it's fucking ridiculous and yeah. it's profitable yeah. it's a profitable thing there's a lot of people that are working there they're all getting paid. paid 
to do yeah. what they do. Yes, exactly. exactly. And so, no, I, I don't, and everybody's like, well, Ron, you know. And it's I'm a like, scam. It's yeah. a fucking scam. It's yeah. 100% a scam. Yeah. And it, p- people fall for it. And apparently they pay some people. Right. You know, they pay some people. Everybody's and, getting the same thing. Not really. Right. No, no. Some people <laughs> apparently get paid, and that's one of the reasons why they keep it very high profile. You know, big bands and shit like that. They get a certain amount of money, it's, but it's... I don't know how those things got started, but when they offered it to me, they offered it to Duncan first. Mm -hmm. My friend Duncan Trussell was a very funny stand-up comedian, but at the time, Duncan wasn't very Mm well-known, and and he was like, wait a minute, what? You want me to fly there and work for free? So he made a video about it um, (laughs) using the the Hitler speech. I don't know if you ever see that Hitler speech where people do this uh, video. There's been a a hundred of them made of Hitler ranting in German, and then you use the subtitles of what he's actually saying saying it was hitler going off about south by southwest <laughs> making people work for free it's fucking crazy it's all crazy this that is a goddamn huge no. huge festival well and that's just one of them man yeah. and a lot of them have um a, a lot of them do that and it's, it's like i've had i've had somebody tell me so so much well so much for the movement oh you want you you that's your fee so much for the movement whoa 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 it's like, what do you mean? What I'm supposed to do? What I do? I'm supposed to fly to you and 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 work for free? And it's because of this so what you call the movement, what, right? But meanwhile, you're movement? getting money. I mean, yeah. It's not like there's no money. Exactly. That's what's ridiculous. It's one thing if this conference was free, free. everybody could attend for free. Yeah. If they people donated food, yeah. they donated hotel rooms. Every, oh, everybody's working for free. Yeah. Okay, okay then. But that's not what's happening. Yeah. They're tra- this fucking thing that they sent me where they said. Uh, you know, hey, we'll give you a gold pass. It's worth twelve hundred bucks. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. What the fuck? Did you feel insulted by that shit? I was laughing. I was right. like, this is hilarious. <laughs> you, so you want like me to go there and lend my recognition or my pr- talent exactly. or whatever, and you're gonna give me a fucking pass? Yeah. Oh, good lord! No, I get, it. I get, and, and it's for they'll try. I guess you know, I got a couple of festivals to try to do that, and I know, you know that. Um, it's like I mean I know that the I have in this game you know they put me on this thing so I have on this kind of like oh Ron Finley you know to me I'm still my, I tell people it's like I was in England and I they put me they had this cathedral in Sh- and, um, Sheffield and they put my they had my 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 picture like what do you call it projected on the whole cathedral so you walk up and it's big you know the whole picture i'm like damn and so and i told i got i said damn you guys must be bored here it's like seven o'clock on a saturday and you you're here to see me and it's like how do you even know who the hell i am and some woman yells you're famous and i said yeah my dishes still need to be washed you know <laughs> so it's like you th- i'm not famous to me you know right right <laughs> I don't know how it's those conferences. <laughs> I don't know how you deal with that, festivals. Uh, it's not that hard. It becomes like your reality. Really? Just, just shifts. But I don't know how these festivals got away with that business model. I don't know who the fuck let that happen. Too many Jedi eager people. Mind trick. Yeah, too many eager people that d- yeah. don't understand their value. Yes, yes, yes. You said it, and that's exactly what it is. Ooh, I got a book to promote. Ooh, I got this. Ooh, if so-and-so's going to be there, I heard he's going to be there. Ooh, and I'll be up... That's exactly what it is. You don't have you they don't have a value now, and that's what I and that's my whole thing with this thing in in um in Ireland. You're in, you're 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 insulted cuz I know I have a value. 
Yeah. You know, so so you you that's what it is, man. It's like people they I need to get somewhere because I have this product. I need to get somewhere because, you know, and if I if I do here and then, then I'll go there and that's that's what it is, man. This the South by Southwest or any of these people do they claim that all the money goes to charity or anything I, like I that? have no idea. I've never heard of that before. I have no I don't think so. Well, I, think. I mean, we're complaining too much about something, yeah. I think. But the 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 idea of you not being compensated for it, like that it's like, oh, so much for the movement. That's fucking insulting. Yeah. That's insulting. Because, they, they, you know, they would never say that. They about- didn't say, well, that was that was a, some some organization back east. I don't even remember who they were. But that was the email once mm-hmm. they told, this is his fee and this right. is what he gets. And that's what I got back. And it's like people say, well, aren't you a nonprofit? I'm like, no, my nonprofit is a nonprofit. I'm Ron Finley. He need a, he need a check. <laughs> yeah, how the fuck are you supposed to eat? How the fuck are you supposed to pay your rent? How the fuck yeah. are you supposed to fill right. your gas tank? It's people are weird, man. People are weird. They they're weird with how they look at other people yeah. and fairness, you yeah. know. And 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 especially someone who's legitimately got something that's important to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. And somehow or another, if you've got something that's important to say, you should be doing it for no money. Is that it? Well, I think it's that whole Mother Teresa shit. Or you have these kids coming out of college now that have trained in nonprofits. So, and they have them thinking that you're doing good, so you don't have to have, you shouldn't get paid. That You know, there's not money to pay you. But the the executive that's running, like you said something about one of these corporations this morning, where the money. Red Cross. The Red Cross is where the money. Yeah. yeah, he's probably getting, you know, a couple of million dollars. But the people on the ground, same thing with one of the. I don't remember if it was uh, Goodwill or one of them where they were paying people like a quarter or somewhere at hand because they had but some writing where they could do some ridiculous ass price. They were paying people that were working there, you know, handicapped people and different shit. So it's like that just because you it says in writing that you can do that. Does that make that shit right? No. You know, so yeah. so and that and that's 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 where I'm at with it, man. I don't I, I mean, I do a gang of shit for free A gang. I mean, I was growing putting in gardens and everything for free. You know, my thing, a lot of times people don't respect that. I think mm-hmm. you need a value on shit. Well, especially if they're charging money yeah. to hear you speak. Right. That's where it gets ridiculous. And you realize that they're making profit off of yeah. it. And that's. All of those organizations are making profit. Yeah. That's why they exist. I mean, even TED. TED has become this huge business. You know, and without a doubt, they do benefit because yeah. I enjoy TED Talks. I found yeah. out about you through TED yeah. Talks. I watch them all the time. Yeah. I was watching one today on fucking uh, the engineered proteins that are causing uh, d- different food allergies and, you know, and, and how antibiotics and foods and all this different shit. And all those things are incredibly educational. Yeah. All those speeches and TED Talks are fascinating. But once you start getting money, once money becomes a part of the thing, you know, people start trying to maximize the profits. And people start yeah, but I mean, to- like with with Ted, I mean, Chris is, you know, a lot of these guys, they started out rich. He bought Ted from, you know, from another guy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's they got paper, you know, but I, I don't, I think it's it gets to a, you know, a penis show. I got more paper than you. Watch what I'm mm-hmm. doing. You know, it's like. I, but but I mean I I got mad respect for Chris you know I mean the fact that they let that they let people use the tads and it's like oh it's, damn it's, it's like open source you know mm-hmm. it's like like with Aaron you want this they'll call you want this person to use your tad for they they want to put it here and I'm like yeah cool so it's like they give you that that kind of consideration well, and for you the more it gets spread the better right the more people you play oh, that. The more people talk Definitely. about it, the more you know, your ideas yeah. become out there. I've had kids. I had one of the coolest things, man, is I had these kids. To, 
uh, this father sends me a picture of his kids. They're probably like 10, 11, and um, they're calling themselves gangster gardeners. And they're sending (laughs) pictures of them, like, growing, like, propagating plants and seeing, he says, and they're recruiting, you know, other gangsters from the neighborhood to grow food. And this is in India. And I'm like, you know, if a friend of mine was used to work in Africa and um, in the bush. He says, this guy, he said, man, this guy probably has a wooden computer. It's so fucking old, you know? So he says, this guy rides a bike 20 miles to use the phone and he hasn't heard from him in years. And all of a sudden he's like, hey, Mark, you work in South Central, right? There's this guy, you you should find him. You know, his name is Ron Finley. I saw him on TED and he's, and Mark says, dude. And once he, he tells me the story, he was like, you, he just shaking his head. He said, dude, this guy lives in the bush, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, so it's been crazy. To, the, how, how many people many, have seen your Ted? Oh my God. Well, see what happened. It's, it's too on Ted. It says 2 million, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand, but what that doesn't count Joe is when people see it at a college, when people see it in a school room, when people see it in, in, a, in an auditorium when they see it at the movies because it's shown in movies. movies. So those those people are not, sh- they those numbers right. are not co- uh, counted. Yeah, are counted. So it might be an extra million, it oh, might easy. be an extra two million. Fucking easy. I wow. mean, because you think, like with, with um, my video was probably one of the most, when you do a TEDx, you have to show a TED video. And my TED literally has been shown probably one of the most around the world like when they do a TEDx because they sent you know like the people say hey we just watched your video hey we just watched your video in you know in Amsterdam or when they you know in the Middle East and shit like that so the numbers are are pretty staggering but what what you know what really hits me is people go to action you know there's a guy saw my video in Brazil and um you know he contacted me you know yeah yeah next thing I know like a couple uh, like a month ago he's on the news in brazil and they somebody sends me the clip where he's he's talking me up in brazil like yeah we we took this lot because of ron finley in south central you know and it's like whoa dude so that kind of shit it it that touches me man that this word i don't have to be there that's the whole thing people we need no 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 you me dude i don't need to be there you are me how many years has it been since this all started since the first ted in vancouver first ted was was 2012 so it's only been a little yeah, over two man. years yeah no and it feels like six wow. <laughs> i mean no it feels like easy i i swear it's i when i look i cannot believe what's transpired in this short very 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 short amount of time and the, the one of the biggest things is that the law has been changed you know to to allow you to grow food on your parkway in los angeles um i um it's to me i'm humbled you know that it, that it's that it's happening like this where kids are calling me hey Ron we're in Boston we don't have the green spaces but we have we have roofs how can we take your project further wow you know so um that kind of thing you know this kid in Texas where start planting food on his front yard and on his parkway and he calls it his front yard yard grocery store for his neighborhood wow so i mean that kind of inspiration joe has been just it's just been like, I'm, I, who you can't, who could have thought this, man? You know, I, I, w- I wouldn't have thought that, you know, I got kids from Oregon University coming, you know, to see my garden and or kids driving down from um, from um, up north to work in my garden. Just, hey, 
So it's been it's it's almost like um some um cult kind of shit. I don't know. It's like we want to meet you. We want right. to we we want to touch the soil that you worked in, kind of thing. You know. Well, so. it's amazing because what you're doing is like such a basic, normal yes. human thing to do that we've been doing for thousands of years. And that's why it still astonishes me that. It's people are, are putting this on. I see why when I hear the conversations and when we see where the world is, I because it's almost like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I right. can do that because we, we don't have no skin in the game, Joe, because right. you, you, you go you talk into a box and you drive 20 feet and they hand you a box of shit that's supposed to be food. You know right. what I'm saying? And and you drive off and you to the good. There's no skin in the game. And I think that's why. So that's to me is like part of the whole slavery shit. You know, it's like you're, you're a slave to that rhythm. You're a slave to that because now you don't understand that that's making you weak. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that you're, you're being controlled now. You're going to it's like the monk push the button and, you know, the Pavlov dog shit, you know, ring the bell and you start salivating. Well, I think there's a movement going on right now. And you see in a lot of different places in our society where people realize, hey, we are living exactly the same way our parents lived and as we get older, we realize they didn't really know what the fuck they, they were, were doing. doing. <laughs> so everybody steps back yeah. and says, hey, maybe we should exercise more. Right. What kind of exercising should we do? Maybe we should do shit that people have been doing for thousands of years, strongman type shit. Yeah. Do deadlifts, do squats. That's where this whole CrossFit thing is coming yeah. from. What is it coming from? Well, people realize that if you lift weights, you feel stronger. If you feel stronger, you feel better, you be healthier. Right. Okay, what about food? People realizing, hey, you know, you're not supposed to feed cows corn. Corn-fed beef is fucking <laughs> bad for you. Hey, I'm going to eat grass-fed beef. Hey, look, the fat in grass-fed beef is actually higher in essential fatty acids. It's better for you. The yes. meat is healthier. It's a healthier animal. That's why it's leaner. Okay, let's, lead, let's, eat, let's eat that more. Hey, organic vegetables are probably better for you. Let's fucking eat more organic vegetables. Yeah. And you see these fucking Whole Foods and Erewhon's are popping up all over the place and exorbitant rates, exorbitant, and then Prices. people like, and then people like, hey, you know what? This fucking dirt right here. Right. <laughs> Why don't we grow our own shit? shit. So it seems like this part of this movement of realization, yes. and you are in that. You're yeah, a part of this of movement of realization. Yeah, yeah. This show is a part of this movement of no realization. Doubt. We're no all a part. Because this show is connected to the internet, yeah. and there's no, there's no network behind it. Yeah. There's no person's telling us what to do so we can have someone like you on just because we want to because it's interesting because it's an interesting conversation and then more people are tuning in they know there's no agenda and they go oh this guy is telling me i can grow my own food and he's not even trying to get any money out of me (laughs) he's just trying to tell me to grow my own food in my backyard he's telling me about compost he's telling me how he got started just simply to spread the information i saw i just saw sickness man you know you walk out your door and you see sickness and it's like and then when you go somewhere else and you see the same thing and it's like damn and that's when i came up this this is why is it, why is this parallel why is this the same you know right. so we have to take that's we need skin in the game mm-hmm. it's like that's why my whole thing grow your own shit you know right. and not you don't have and like you said, you don't have to grow everything yourself right. but if you do it collectively with your neighbors that's what I'm talking about. It's yeah. like where you growing the apples and the and the carrots and Sally down the street is growing some chard and rhubarb or whatever the hell. So now you you can't trade food. And I yeah. can send my son to your spot and tell, yo, give me some carrots, dude, right. from Joe's house. And that's and vice versa. You know, you can send him over to my house and get some onions. 
that's what I see, man. That's that's what it was. So you have eliminated a couple of systems there and you've created community. You've created yes. partnerships. You created business without without a money exchange. Yes. You know, and that's huge. And you've created safety. Mm-hmm. You know, so so that's and it's so damn simple to me. And I guess it's going to take me a while. It's so simple that it's like you. But. You guys know this, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's what's crazy. You want, you want, it's like you're not talking about something that's like just been discovered, or exactly. some new technology that has recently been released to the public. Yes, 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 and that's it's it's that's why it's, to me it's it's still it's somewhat mind boggling. You know, but. it's a hundred percent mind boggling. And what you said about community is giant because I think people live in this weird place now where we barely even know our neighbors. Yeah. You know. And the more populated the areas are, the less likely you are, you are to know so your neighbors. And that's what I'm saying. That's where the safety comes in. Because yeah. I, I know your son, and I know he shouldn't be, you know, doing that. <laughs> I know he should be, yo, dude. <laughs> right. So I know, you know what? So that's what that's where the safety comes in. Right. And that's where that's where the neighborhood, and that's where community comes in, and that's where caring for one another yeah. comes in. And um, it's it's to me, it's it's we can do it. It yeah. can ha- I mean, it's, there's too many. There's too many examples of this happening, man. Well, our whole, our whole system, like uh, you know, of packing all these different people into these small areas and not knowing each other, is so alien to human culture. For yeah. thousands and thousands of years, we've known all the people that are in our tribes. Yes. We all have these groups. We we help we help each other. We have you know hunters and gatherers started out, and then they developed agriculture. But everyone worked together. But now we got these weird things where we have cities, we have a big concrete box, and we stuff a fucking thousand people into it, and no one knows anybody. It's weird, man. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and I, and that's why I tell people gardens, they build community. It's not yeah. just food, and it's, it's like people with, you know, I've had these, you know, people come, like, well, how, well so well, how much food can you grow on a piece of land this big? You know, talking about the parkway, and I'm like, I really don't give a fuck. You know, I don't grow food. I grow people, and, and sometimes they grow food. It's not about the food. Food is probably three or four down the the list. It's what you get from that soil. It's what right. you get from being involved. It's what you is what a child gets from 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 learning. Okay, from touching the soil, from seeing that I planted a seed. Now there's this big ass tree that can feed me. And yeah. Oh, and it's got value. This these this stuff that this tree has hanging on it has value. So look at all the lessons that are in that soil. Yeah. You know, so that's what it is to me. And then it comes and then it comes to food. But but if you're not exposed to this ever at all, you know, if you just want your hot Cheetos and Takis and that bullshit, it's like and, and that's to me that's that's condition. Mm, you know, it so is, we yeah. can change the design of these neighborhoods just by that, by changing the people. And there's something in our our genetics, our DNA, our, 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 our spirit, whatever it is that like really gets rewarded from growing your own food. When I pick oh vegetables out of my garden <laughs> and I make a salad out of them, it feels that, great in some no, weird way. But, but don't you think this shit tastes better? And, and you think, you think yeah. it's you, you think it's like my babies are the prettiest, you know, you think it's one <laughs> of those things. But I had, I remember the first time I, I had success with watermelons, man. I had these watermelons that, and I taste, I'm like, God damn, I ain't never tasted in my life tasted a watermelon like this. So I gave some to neighbors and it's like, they thought I injected the watermelon with something, you know. Like sugar or something. Yeah, they thought yeah. like, no, dude. I'm like, no, really? Here. And I've never been able to get that back. But I, I thought it was one of those things. This is my, I finally got these watermelons to grow and they're the best ever. And it was, I've never tasted nothing like that. 
I used to have this orange tree in this house that I rented in Encino, and they were the most fucking delicious oranges I've ever had in my life. To this day, I've never had an orange that good. Wow. I would pluck them right off the tree, and they yeah. would be so juicy and yeah. sweet. I can't. You buy an orange in the supermarket, it just doesn't taste as good as those oranges off of that just Great. natural tree with no effort. Yeah. I never put fertilizer down. Nothing. I didn't do shit. It just grew <laughs> oranges every year, and they were amazing. Nature happens. Yeah. You well, know, that's that's what that's that's, that's what I'm saying. It, it it's gonna have that. That tree is going to do what it's supposed to do yeah. with very, very little effort. And we also fuck up the flavor and the nutrition and things by making them last longer in supermarkets on the shelves. Putting shellac on some shit. Yeah, putting shellac on them and even just <laughs> engineering these vegetables to last longer. When yeah. you do that, like tomatoes. My grandfather used to have this garden in Newark, New Jersey. And I don't know why New Jersey is famous for tomatoes. Yeah. Something in the soil or with the seeds or whatever it is. But they would have these tomatoes that like... you've. You've had heirloom tomatoes. Yes. They taste so much different yeah. than a fucking tomato that you, regular tomato that you get from a grocery store, which is like no pale flavor. and hard. Yeah. They're like firm. These tomatoes are kind of a little bit mushy to them, but when you slice into them, they're, they're like a fruit. Yeah. And you realize tomatoes are supposed to taste like almost like a fruit. fruit. They are fruit. They're delicious. And the ones that you get, like if you buy a burger from McDonald's, you see that pale yeah. ass fucking tomato slice. That thing could li live for a month uh, on a shelf. And that's and that's why it's to me what is the, what's happening to this food. This food doesn't even you know get back. It doesn't even get mold on it. Right. You know. So that's a problem. That means it's not alive. And it's because they want this shit to be delivered into these neighborhoods that aren't growing anything. Right. And they want it to last in the trucks and yep. last on the shelves so that they get the maximum mm -hmm. amount of money out of their effort, out of, you know, out of what they put into it to grow them and to ship them and to, to house them in these supermarkets. So we've developed this food. We, we've sort of developed this food that accentuates the system. Yep. Yeah, no, we in that and that was my whole my whole thing. It's like I guess waking up realizing, damn, I I've, I've been bamboozled all these years, you know, thinking that um you know, they don't care about us. You know, and it's like a, the fact that the government let a lot of these laws be pa are passed, you know, regulating this shit and, you know, regulating this it's like the fact that oh we don't you don't need to it's fine you don't need to label this bullshit what do you mean can can I can I know what's in my food is why why right. is it, you know um I'm not cool with that you know yeah well I think what you're doing is really interesting and I think that's one of the reasons why the TED talk has been viewed online countless millions of times and people have seen it in schools and the reason why it resonated with me what you're doing is it's so interesting because it's such a normal thing but in talking about it, and especially you're a charismatic guy when you're on stage, mm. you're talking about it, you're being yourself and you're, you're, you know, you're having fun with it. And when you're doing that, it kind of gets everybody titillated and excited about it. And then it <laughs> spreads this movement. And I, I guarantee this podcast is going to do more of that too. And it's also something that's really accessible. Like when I talk about exactly. hunting, people go, yeah, man, but I can't fucking hunt. Right. I don't have a gun. I can't get, I'm going to hire a, a guide. I'm going to move to Montana or something. It's fucking, it's a lot. and then you don't know what you're doing. You don't want to shoot anybody. You got to learn gun safety and hunters yeah, be like safety your, courses. Be like your vice president, your ex-vice president. Oh, that. Fake. Fight. She never quite got there, but yeah, yeah. It's 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 difficult to get your own meat, but man, growing your own food is pretty fucking accessible to a lot of people, or more accessible and, and, than you would think. And to me, it's 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 sexy as hell. You know, yeah. I say, 
you know, somebody said, oh, somebody wrote me once. I said, you know, I, I tell these guys, I said, because the, the guys always say, man, Ron, why why there's always these girls at your place, man? Why why you always have I'm like, I told you guys, if you plant flowers, you get flowers. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you better start planting in this soil. You know, and they didn't listen. Like, Psh, I ain't doing that until they see the girls. Then it's a whole another thing. And I and I, I said something. To somebody sent me an uh, email. Oh, Ron. Ron said this This was a real sexist um, remark. And I said, you know, I said, you want to know a, a true panty dropper is when you go to your garden and you pick some food and you cook a meal for a girl or a guy. But because I asked that, and then it, oh, that, that's sexist. Why is that sexist? I mean, it's like who wouldn't want... I mean, that's sexy as hell to me, dude, that you can go to your garden and fix a meal and, and feed it to somebody. I mean, come on. That's win-win. Well, people love to call sexist. Yeah. You're not you're not d- discriminating or right. diminishing women in exactly. any way by it, saying that. Yeah, but the, People get, just love bitching and complaining. Don't, how do you deal? Tell me how you deal with that shit. How do you deal with, with people thinking just because you're a public figure and you're an entertainer that you're out there and they can just... They can just, you know, and they got your email address or your fucking Facebook or whatever it is, and they can just say shit, and they think it's cool because they're on Facebook. They just want attention. That's okay. Is that you think that's what it is? Yeah, yeah a lot uh-huh. of it is, and then they're they're short sighted. A lot of it, and sometimes they have good points. You know, sometimes it's people have points, and you have to look at it from their perspective. I did. Like, yeah, I think they, you know, it's hard to be that low on the ground though. Sometimes, yeah, Joe, <laughs> to see their fucking perspective. Well, <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to not be affected by things that people say about you because in real life when someone says something to you it's a conflict you know but there's no conflict there's no real conflict online and that's the reason why they're able to do that with no recourse or rather uh, no repercussions and also there's no social cues there's no interaction (laughs) they're not in front of you calling you a sexist piece of shit you'd be like who are you because if they were also you would get more than just the printed word you would get their personality and you would get oh you're fucked up I see what (laughs) you got your own problems you need to worry about why are you worried about me being sexist when I'm talking about vegetables being sexist I've had, you know, I've had a couple of interactions and somebody said, oh, Ron, I think you need a PR person. <laughs> Fuck off. You don't well, need a goddamn PR I, person. Because I'll go, I'll, Bullshit. you know, I go there. Don't check me and think, think yeah. you checking me just because you don't know who the fuck. You really yeah. don't know me, you know, at all. You don't know what I stand for. You don't know what I do. This is a part of me that you, but don't think you can just say some shit and, and like kind of, kind of judge me and go at me and just because you 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 online and it's like no and some occasion and i've bit my lip a lot man but it's like right now they make it real hard to do good mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and some it sh- people it do. shouldn't be no i'm not even going i'm just saying that just the system the way it is with the, a lot of this non-profit bullshit and it's that's what it is joe that it's bullshit a lot of it, a lot of it's bullshit man and it's mm-hmm. like are you are you guys really trying to change some shit or hey ron this this money comes with um strings what a, a noose? What kind of fucking strings? <laughs> you know what are you talking about? That comes with strings. What are you? Are you trying to change this or what, dude? Is, is that some bullshit? Or you got to shuffle papers and it's like, and that's what I'm trying to. I mean, I'm trying to literally see change, dude. And I mean, mm-hmm. and, and it ain't no. It might be some ego shit in there, but when I do something, I put my fucking foot in, dude. Right. I'm, I want to see some big, massive, ginormous type shit change, man. And that's that's what that's what. I'm, and it's like, whoa, and you getting to talk to these people and getting going to and trying to get money man and it's like you realize 
you guys ain't really trying to change shit. Well, some people are and some people aren't. And the real the situation you're dealing with is the numbers are staggering. You know, you're dealing with when you're online, especially if you're online like you are and you become a celebrity because of a cause that you support, you are a person who can be reached by other folks who agree or disagree. And just the sheer numbers you're dealing with with people, like you can't filter them out. You don't know them. You right. can't meet all 100,000 people right. who want to comment on your fucking YouTube video. Right. You can't do it. Right. You don't have the time. And if you did, you wouldn't even get to know them no, anyway. No, no, You'd no get way. to know the, what you know, what, yeah, what they're putting out there and their fucking most polished, most prepared version of themselves. <laughs> you don't know whether or not they're really, they have their shit together enough to consider their opinion. Right. So you don't know. So you, when you're getting the printed word in someone's responding to you or insulting you or criticizing you in some sort of a way, it's hard to deem whether or not it's valid or not. So it takes a, a certain amount of personal sovereignty when you're putting yourself <laughs> out there. You know? That's a good one, personal sovereignty. That's I, what it is, w- w- right? With me, I don't... I mean, and somebody said, Ron, you shouldn't read all this shit. You shouldn't. I'm like, I read it. If it's there, it's coming. I'm reading everything. It yeah. doesn't bother me. There's certain shit that people could read. I mean, I've well, been. Well, they're trying to bother you. Oh, no. they No, there's. Oh, they, and I tell them, and I read that shit, and it, it does not bother me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know who the hell I am. I have a code, and that's what I live by. I'm not living by your code of what you think should happen. So I'm, um, I mean, that kind of people, like, you shouldn't read those. I'm like, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, no, I need As I, long as you're cool with it, why not? Yeah, yeah. I always say that it's like snake venom. If you get too much in one shot, you're going to die. But if you have a little every day, you know, you become immune to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I could read mean shit about me. I'm like, um, that's not true. Right. I know me. I know me. Right. I know who I am. Exactly. And, and, I slept with me last yeah. night. <laughs> the people that, I was pretty damn good. They also, like, the people that are criticizing you, do you turn that high-powered perspective, uh, the introspective, uh, uh, like, analysis, do you turn it on yourself? Right. Do you, do, you, do you judge yourself the way you're judging other people? Most likely not. And if you did, you'd probably shut the fuck up because right. you have plenty of things in your own backyard to clean up before yeah. you go after other people. Yeah. Like Kim Kardashian or right. any of these fucking right. people you're, you're getting upset about online. Go to any video online read the comments on YouTube. 99.9% of those motherfuckers leaving comments should just die. get away from the computer, get their fucking life in order. Like, you're you're missing, you're putting all this effort and energy into someone you don't even fucking know, yeah. trying to make them feel bad because you it's feel so bad that they're rich and famous and, you I, know, dating I, Kanye West or whatever <laughs> the fuck it is. I had, I had a, somebody say something, because I used to p- post pictures of, um, and I still do if I see one, of people with tattoos i don't have no tattoos and you know but i still appreciate the art of it and the beauty of it and the fact that somebody did this in the the history of that shit and i would post tattoos and some woman you know hit me up and says oh i was surprised to wake up this morning and find this on your feet you being a progressive fuck said i'm a progressive and what, what i don't what do you see here a woman in a bikini with tattoos and what do you, I see art and be- yeah, I see art mean? and beauty here, but she's you know the fact that somebody think that they like you said it's like oh hey I got a typewriter I can I exactly. got a computer I can do this shit so you do have to you know some okay yeah well people love to categorize like I'm a conservative I'm a liberal I'm right. a, and, and if you don't you know you have this rigid, rigid. ideology that oh. falls into that oh you're a progressive but yet you like girls right hmm right. like what the <laughs> fuck does that have to do with anything how about these girls it's their choice. <laughs> whether or not they want to take photos with bikinis because they right. like the way their body, body looks. looks. It's not It's not bad. 
what people don't like is the way it makes them feel about their, their body. body. Is that what That's it is? That's what it is. <laughs> when you see a woman who's got this fucking banging body and she's got a, a, a beautiful tattoo on her back and she's sticking her ass out. Well, oh, sexism. It's oh, it, no, it's her idea. Right <laughs> she wants to do it. She wants you to see that ass because she, she knows it me looks to take good. This picture, she right? likes it. You know, and oh, exploiting women. How about oh, she's exploiting you, those... stupid? How about that? She's got a fucking great hand of cards that genetics dealt her. Right. She went to the gym every day. Look at that ass. Pow! <laughs> you know? Well, it's, oh, is this sex? No, you're fat. <laughs> you don't like that you're fat. You don't like that it makes you feel like shit Joe when you look at someone who works I, out. I didn't call you fat. Joe called you Some fat. people are fat. It's a goddamn fact. You can't get away from it. And the same people that will think that you're egotistical because you go to the gym. Uh, well, how about you can, and it makes your body look better and feel better, and people and people are more attracted to you, yes. and that makes sex better. Yes. Nobody much. wants to say that. That's no, sex much. is about love. Yeah, guess no, what? No, love, uh, when you're more attractive, is better. No, no doubt. It is. It it's is. just better. If, if someone has a good body, there's a oh, reason yeah. why they use women's bodies to sell cars and fucking shampoo and everything. It's because we're attracted to it. And if your body is overflowing with neglect and fucking, <laughs> and your fat rolls are pouring over the side of your underwear, that's not as attractive. Some people find that, that, that shit sexy, though. There Come on, Joe. There are some people that find that shit sexy. There's some you know? people like ugly feet. They there's like to jerk off on ugly feet. Necrophilia. Man. Yes, there's that too. Yeah, there's, You're right. I'm being uh, yeah. close-minded. Yeah, you are. You I'm, are. Uh, that's a little, a little. It's my own a, little, a little judgmental there. I'm very judgmental. <laughs> that's what I do for a living. I judge shit. People say, don't judge. If you didn't judge, you'd never get anything done. You would be fucking hit by cars every day. You'd never judge where the cars are coming. You, you'd be, you were retarded. Don't judge. But that's how we got Good to 2015, okay? That's how we got. We've been judging shit. Figuring out what's good and what's bad, you know? It's, it's, don't judge. No, 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 judge. Please. People don't like the people don't like the fact that there's this a broad fucking range of human beings in this life, yeah. and some people got lucky as shit, you know, and some people like just athletically, yeah. You no, know, there's there's people that no matter what the fuck they do, they'll never be Kobe Bryant. It's yeah. impossible. Awesome. He got a way better genetic roll of the dice than you. Period. Yeah. End of discussion. Move on with your life. Yeah. Maybe there's some shit. You're, maybe you're a better singer than Kobe. Maybe you tell better jokes. Maybe you could write a better book. Maybe you're better at eating pussy. But whatever you, it is. Whatever it is. But you can't shoot a jumper like that. He, that's his. He got that. Sorry. It is what it is. Your nose is bigger than Mariah Carey's. You got to deal with that. Okay. This is the, the hand that you're given. And you know, work that's, with it, baby. That's work with it. Life. Work that's just that life. Shit. But people don't want that, so they go, "Oh, look at you, sexist! I thought you were progressive." What? These photos of women. <laughs> what the fuck I didn't is even... a progressive? <laughs> it's a new <laughs> new label. People love labels. <laughs> they love being a part of groups. They love. I mean, the new one is but, social but justice. Why, why the fuck did I get put in that group? Well, because you're a guy who's teaching people how to grow vegetables. Oh, that makes me that's progressive. progressive. It's progress. Isn't that going backwards, though? Isn't that? You're right. In a way, but it's progressing away from the direction that we're at now, which is negative, which uh, okay. is factory farming and mm -hmm. factory agriculture and all this fucking bullshit with the meat and fact, antibiotics. Fact, that's negative. Factory so education. Progress is moving away from the chemicals that have been put into our foods for greed and profit. Yeah. So that makes you a progressive. Yeah. Also, anybody that is against racism, anybody that is against uh, government monopolies and corporate control of our media, that's progressive as well. It's just, 
There's just labels. People love labels. Uh, wow. So, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> that, so does it make me a progressive that I'm tired of them shooting these black kids? You yes, know, and, that's get, and getting away with it. That shit's progressive. Very progressive. <laughs> Very progressive. Well, I think that um, what we're seeing today, and this is a really interesting time when it comes to accountability for crimes, that especially with the police, there have been more articles in the past year that I've written that I've read and that I've seen online and more videos and more protests about police brutality than ever before. And then finally, what's the response? L.A. just paid for 7000 body cameras that cops are all going to be forced to wear now. Yeah. That is accountability, and that is a direct response to people being outraged, and that's progress, and that yeah, is a that's no being a progressive. So it's it's somewhere they got some cop I forgot where it was Texas somewhere where he would dis he would um, disarm what you call it, disarm his his body camera and do some foul shit. You know, they caught him beating up some girl. Or he something. should go to jail. Yeah. There should be a mandatory, like, 20-year prison sentence for yeah. a cop that disarms his fucking camera on purpose yeah. to do something like that. Yeah. Like, you are, you're committing a crime, and you're abusing your position of power, yeah. and you're doing something that is absolutely not what you're supposed to be doing when you're supposed to be upholding, protecting. Serve and protect does not mean take your fucking camera, shut it off, and beat the shit out of somebody because it's illegal. It does now. Well, how about that fucking guy that was in Denver that was beating the shit out of this guy that was on the ground, punched him in the face. They saw a guy with a camera that was filming it. They exactly. take the guy's camera away from him, delete the pic the video, arrest him, but he had already sent it up to the cloud. Right. And so then he released it online, and now everybody's like, well, we're all about accountability. Right. We're all about transparency. <laughs> the fuck you are? The fuck you are? That guy knocked over a pregnant lady, was punching some poor immigrant dude in the that face. Person. You know, that happened. Yeah, the guy was selling a little drugs. Why is he and doing that? He's broke and poor, and it's a bad situation. And if you lived his life, you'd probably you be doing the exactly the same shit he's doing. It's and, it's and it's so easy to do. I mean, and like I said earlier. Where did the drugs come from? How the fuck did they get here? You yeah, know what well, I'm saying? yeah. I mean, the reason, the number one reason why they're sold the way they're being sold right now is because the fact they're illegal. That's why if you look at Portugal's decriminalization of all drugs and you look at the amount of people that have died, the amount of crimes that have been committed that are drug related, there's a graph that, that was put up online a couple of days ago that it's a fucking huge mm. dip, a huge dip in drug related violence, yes. a huge dip in all sorts of shit that's connected to illegal activities. When you have illegal activities, look, alcohol in this country is a huge problem for yes. sure, for Hell sure. Yeah. But you know what's not a huge problem? Alcohol companies shooting other alcohol companies because they're stealing their profits. Because the fact that it's legal, you don't have that gang-on-gang -gang violence that you're having down in fucking Mexico. That shit is directly connected to the illegality. But do you want all these motherfuckers on the street high? And I don't want them drunk. Yeah. No, How about don't. that? I don't want them driving drunk. So now we got them drunk and... I would fucking... way rather have people driving around on marijuana than driving around on alcohol. Yeah, I mean, of course. A go, fact. Go to Texas. What I didn't like, though, when... I'm not Texas. I mean, Denver. When I was in, when I was in Colorado... What what wasn't cool? They were just smoking in the street, and somebody's kid is yes, right here. I didn't. Right. I'm I'm not cool with that. No, somebody I'm not cool literally with that booked me in a Bud and Breakfast hotel, dude. Bud and Breakfast. That's all. I've never been high a day in my life. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what? what the, Why did I, they book you in that then? Ah, maybe they got a special rate. I have no idea. <laughs> you know, I don't know what the hell that was, but it was like you they know, probably just assumed you get high. You're yeah. so cool. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Most people do. But, That's probably you know. what it. Maybe you'd be even cool if you got high. Hey, man, you. You're saying <laughs> it not a day in your life. I mean, look, I've I'm never, willing to I never give even most had a couple, things a chance. I've never. That I find to be what's beneficial. That, what's, the, what's that joke? Some comedian did this joke about um, what he says. I'm, I'm oh gay. I couldn't imagine. I'm not gay. You know, I suck another man's dick. And, uh, he says, "Well, well, just that once because I needed a ride home." <laughs> <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Exactly. That's why dudes are selling drugs. No, I've never had a cup of coffee, dude, ever in my life. Coffee's awesome. I, I, so I hear. You know, it's delicious. I don't, don't ask me why. Get you. Yeah. Well, look, there's not. You don't have to. Obviously, you turned out great. Apparently, you don't need any of these things. You don't need alcohol. You don't need drugs. You don't need any of those things. Yeah. But my point is that they exist, right. and some people find them beneficial. And grown adults should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. I enjoy a cup of coffee. Yeah. If coffee was made illegal, I would be fucking furious. Would you? If I, yeah, if I, if some asshole decided that coffee is somehow or another causing people to be too tense or be more productive or whatever the fucking reason they decide to make it illegal, that's a grown adult telling another grown adult what they can do with their life that doesn't affect anybody else other than them. So you that's want, bullshit. You're one of those coffee elitist people that have to have the certain brand type shit. And, no, no. Uh, I go to Starbucks all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, go, I'll go to fucking Dunkin' Donuts and have their shitty coffee. Right. I like coffee, but I like good coffee. It's like anything. Good coffee's better. My friend owns Caveman Coffee, which is a single source coffee company. He has a direct relationship with his farm in South America. They grow the coffee. Boom. He gets the coffee. They bring it back to America. They roast it. It's like you know exactly where it came from. He has a direct relationship with the farmers. That to me is beautiful. That to me, you know, go you go down to Central America, you get the fucking coffee. Yeah, you know, you know where it comes from. I like all that. I like that. You know, it's very difficult to grow coffee in America. And in fact, there's a place in Santa Barbara, I think, is one of the few places in America yeah, they do, that's growing do. coffee. It's it's not that easy to grow it in America. You need a very particular climate, you know. I one of the things I found out I had a guy on who was a, a coffee expert who told me that all coffee is actually from Ethiopia. All of it. Every originally? originally from Ethiopia. And all this coffee that you have, like Colombian grown, right. all that shit, it's not supposed to be in Colombia. Right. They brought it over. They brought it like Arabian coffee, Arabica beans. All that shit came from Ethiopia and they brought it to Saudi Arabia or wherever the fuck they're growing it. That's, all of it comes from Ethiopia. Well, that's one of the things with me with um, native plants. You know, and some, some of that to me is some bullshit. Native when? When was it right. native? When, you know, and that's this big thing. Well, only plant native plants here. Right. Native when what year fool what, right. what who said it was native when the dinosaurs were here how right. you know what i'm saying what, yeah. when the fuck was it native to you dude and, right. and you got these scholars and shit that preach this and it's like native when i will give me a date right you right, know? right right <laughs> well there was an episode of radio lab which is a great podcast on the galapagos islands and it was talking about how there's all these invasive plant species that come from literally dudes walking somewhere else, having something on their shoe, yeah. and then walking to this new place, and then these plants grow. It's native now. It's native now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy how we're like that native. I mean, we, we do it with humans. Yes. That's where it gets oh really weird. God. Like, if you're over there, like, especially my tr- what I always trip out, I talk about this when I go to San Diego all the time, because I, I love San Diego, but it's one nice of the place. weird things about san diego is it's right next to tijuana (laughs) and those fucking people they can come over for a little bit but you get better get back over to your fucking side like they'll let people come over oh let me check your papers check your papers okay all right you know you're only over here for a few hours and be to get back over that fucking line (laughs) 
Like there's a line for humans. No, literally a line. A line. Is that crazy? With a guy with a gun. No. Standing to making sure. Two guys. Many guys. <laughs> many guys with trucks. The fucking trippy thing about San Diego is they got a, you drive like 40 minutes outside of San, San Diego, Diego, they got another line oh to try to catch you yeah. just in case you're hiding in someone's <laughs> trunk. It's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, no, I, it was that sign, dude. You know, the sign oh, that's yeah. got the family yeah. and the little kid is dangling behind. Oh. Everybody's running. Yeah. I'm like, that just looks so racist. It's dark. It's is dark. <laughs> The fact that you got to be careful that families are trying to come over here yes. for a better life. Yeah. And that's right. why they're coming over here. They're not coming over here to rape dogs but, or fucking... Well, being in Mexico, too, though, it it let me know that a lot of that shit seems like propaganda. Because when I was in Mexico, it's like Guadalajara and places, man. These people are, like, not even thinking about coming to the States. Mexico I mean, City. I, yes, come on, man. They're like, what? It's nice. We kicking it great you, restaurants uh, yes great nightlife yes but they have it thinking that this whole country wants to come to the united right. states that's the propaganda bullshit that we get like the whole country is lined up waiting and they're not man there's people just having shit over there and you know what the one of the weirdest things about mexico is is the border towns that are the most fucked up yeah that's so strange i got because- a friend i got a friend painting right now in juarez Oh, that's a bad spot. Yeah, El, Ma- bad El Mac. Spot. I heard he was in the Juarez. That's a scary spot because yeah. you. But the weird thing is, you cross Juarez and it's fine. Yeah. In America, it's fine. San Antonio's nice. You What's know, that about what? I don't know. That's not good though. That's weird. It's weird. Tijuana is another yeah. one. I mean, Tijuana is not as bad as everybody thinks it is. But every now and then, they'll cut a bunch of people's heads off yeah. and leave them in fucking garbage bags yeah. with notes tied to them and shit. I mean, they will do that if the the. I mean, that shit's so fucked. Up. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah, I mean that drug violence is fucked up. But no. that shit didn't happen when we were kids. Right. That shit is all within the it's last twenty shit. years. Yeah. I mean, I went to Mexico without a second thought. In I think it was like two thousand four or something like that. I went on vacation there. Didn't worry at all. But in two thousand fourteen, ten years later, it's like whoa. What you part think, in Tijuana? No, we were in um, uh, Chichen Itza. Yeah. Went down oh to see God. the the, the uh, pyramids. Mayan pyramids. Yeah. Amazing. That's some trippy shit. But it is now people. You know, you talk to people about going to Mexico, and they're like, "Fuck that! I'm not going down there. Fuck that." It's. I mean, and the, uh, I think a head cutting will do that to you, though, Joe. Well, you know? how about Chicago's gang violence? I mean, yeah. more people die in Chicago every year than a lot of these cities in Mexico. Yeah. And we don't think about that when we travel not. to Chicago. No, Everybody just of, goes. Because the food is so fucking yeah. good and the architecture. My kind of town. Yeah, no. Think about Sinatra somebody, songs. Somebody called. I was in Chicago and somebody like, Ron, we need your help. We, There's one guy. I think he owns 60 lots. And it it looked like some demilitarized. It looked like some war zone some shit, man. It's like, and they're like, we want we we need to plant food. We need to, and I'm like, and to see that somebody owns sixty lots, and this is normal. That wasn't like he was some special guy. How is it's kind of crazy in Chicago, man? That that is happening like that. Yeah, well, you there's know? some crazy spots in this country for sure. I mean, Detroit. I spent some time in Detroit last year. That tripped me out. You could buy a house for five hundred bucks. Yeah. 
you know, and Detroit is starting to slowly bounce back from yeah. that too, where people are starting to see people are starting to start businesses and starting to expand and starting to make use of the land. A lot but, of the artists are going out there too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like it's, I guess it's like the new Wild West out there. Well, know? in a lot of ways, I mean, the the nature has sort of reabsorbed a lot of the buildings. Like yeah. there's there was some uh, <laughs> nature does that shit. Fuck though. yeah, it does <laughs> really quick, really quick. Nature don't play. Nature doesn't give a fuck about right. your, your rent, your <laughs> no, zoning. Nothing. But there was a website that had all these homes in Detroit that are being reclaimed by trees, like trees growing like through the center it. of the floorboards, these buildings. Like there were some holes in the, in the ceiling, which was enough to let rain light, and light, light through. Whoa. A seed got somehow or another into the ground, Bam. and it's growing through the fucking floorboards. There's a tree in the middle of a house. That. that house won't be there in 100 years. Yeah. It'll be a fucking tree. Yeah. You know, and it'll all the boards will rot away, and the tree will absorb the the the, the nutrients from the rotten wood. Yep. It's crazy. It'll be like compost yeah. for this tree, no doubt. And that's that's it's amazing. And I, I tell people, you know, nature always wins. Always, I think, yeah. Ask those people in Pompeii if you can find them. You know, nature, <laughs> nature don't play. <laughs> yeah, nature does not play. No, nature and it, it's gonna, and we and and I think that's what we need to hear that call because. The way we fucking up this planet because it's 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 a thing where has um we have history to see what mm-hmm. nature is like okay you guys are done you know it's like you can't keep just screwing this up and think it's gonna be cool you know we it's like they had um where was it was it Chernobyl or one of those other nuclear places where um they did a show I think it was sixty minutes or something they went to visit one of these places and it's the radiation is still off the hook. Oh, you know, will that, be forever. Where people cannot live, and it's it's just like this stuff is frozen in time, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, Chernobyl. I know exactly crazy. what you're talking about. Yeah. And then they said, but they said in the nuclear reactor, there's actually like mushrooms and shit growing up. Yeah, I wouldn't eat one. Right, you probably imagine would. how high you if get somebody off told you if somebody told you, Joe, this mushroom get you fucked up. You'd be all over that shit. Give me on the next plane to Chernobyl. I would uh, <laughs> let somebody else eat it first, and I would closely monitor them for a few years. <laughs> I want to make sure there's not some sort of an incubation period. You, know, you eat that mushroom, and six months later, you become one. Like, have you ever seen those mushrooms? Like, there's a, a strain of cordyceps mushrooms that affects ants, where it it grows inside the ant, kills the ant, and then it literally explodes and Damn. sprays spores Stop. all throughout the colony, infecting all the all other ants. So these ants, when they find out one of the mushroom or one of the uh, mushrooms has got a hold of one of the ants and killed it, they take the ant deep, deep, deep into the woods and drop his body off and get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> like they have a bomb they have to get away from. It's almost like instinctively nature crazy? has let them know that there's a certain <laughs> amount of time. Yeah, this is these, <laughs> see these ants that are growing these mushrooms out of their body? Come on, man. Yeah. Stop. Oh, it's a trip, dude. And that mushroom that grows out of their body will explode. And the spores will spray into the air and infect all these so other mushrooms. So they're using the 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 ant like soil. Mm-hmm. Or, or... Exactly, exactly. And they're using it as a base to launch all of their little <laughs> soldiers crazy. that are going to infect all Nature. the other ants. Nature's crazy, dude. Oh, nature's so crazy. There's so many examples of them using like other bodies as a host to spread. I mean, it's like 
you learn or die. Yeah. And that's what it's telling those ants. But you better figure out even, how to get this fucking that, body and drop how, it off in the woods. That's how do it, how, if a, like an ant attacks an animal uh, or, or a bug or another insect, how do these group know, okay, good dude, you get the right, I get the left, I'm going to get the head. And how do they know that? We I don't mean, know. We don't know how they know, but we do know they do know. Do you know that ants take down elephants? I didn't know that. They climb up the elephant's leg and start eating their fucking brain from their ear. They climb into their ear and they let, somehow or another, let all the other ants through pheromones or, or whatever signals they, they send, they let all the other ants know, hey, it's on. we got some food, here we go. It's and on. they will climb up the fucking elephant into its ear and start eating the elephant alive. Life. From the ear! Brain first! <laughs> Fuck! Yeah, that's kind of... That's kind of little tiny thing, just that's nipping away slowly at an elephant. They, they like Millions we got all day. We don't. We got time. That's the thing about it. My friend Brian wanted to be a biologist at one point in time. He wanted to work with uh, insects, and he was in I think New Guinea or some some jungle. They had a they have these tents that they would have to place on platforms above the ground, and then they would put turpentine on the st on the uh, posts <laughs> to keep the ants from, from climbing up. up. Because once they find you. They fuck you up. <laughs> the biomass of ants, the biomass of ants on this planet, like the amount of weight of ants, right. is the same roughly as the amount of weight of people. Yeah. Stop. That's true. It's true. That's how many fucking ants there are. That's crazy. That's crazy. Seven billion people, at least 100 pounds, right? Did, did you see that documentary on ants? Um where they this guy had he wanted to see how big the colony was. Oh I yeah, did, I did see that. Where he poured yeah. the concrete in, uh -huh. and then they poured some more concrete in, and then they put some, then they got a concrete concrete truck. Then they got another concrete truck, and it just kept taking up all the concrete. And I think it was a square mile or some crazy shit, and they dug it up, and this was this ant. Home, the, the whatever the hell they call them. It was leafcutter ants, and they 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 not only do they have this incredibly complex system, but in it, they have ventilation exactly. because these leaves, so sick. these leaves are decaying. So in order to give these leaves air so that the, the fumes from these leaves can escape, they created fucking ventilation systems. Yeah. No, that's, that's insane. Who taught them this? Who taught, man, who taught, they say ants are the only one, only species that have pets because like aphids, when you have aphids on your plants, they bring the aphids basically to your plant and then they milk them because the aphids suck the, um, the sugars out of your plant and then they have these little things on the back of them like titties and they and the ants get the milk suck that out of them so, <sighs> so they literally it's like they're their cattle or some shit it's what the fuck <laughs> i had some some like i have these the bees and they they were in the front of the hive and they were you know crowded and i'm like what the hell is happening so and I'm like, what do they have? And they were moving, and so all of a sudden, a wasp. I, no, it was it was a rubber band. It was a rubber band that that because when we put the frames in, somebody they kept the rubber bands on them to hold up the um the wax stuff. And um, so the the ants like get that shit out of here. The so bees, they, you mean? The, they, yeah, I'm sorry. The bees literally drug these rubber, cut the rubber bands first, and drug them out, and then. Drop, I got pictures of this and then dropped them like flew a little and then dropped them and then even moved once the thing was on the ground and moved them further away so I'm and I got I got to something like what the hell is happening and then so I saw all the rubber bands so it was like eight rubber bands that they did this to wow and it's 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 like and it's, I got some brilliant shots of it and you you 
It's like hot. And so you got ants pulling this side of the rubber band and ants pulling that side of the rubber bees. band. Bees. That's why I keep yeah. saying that. Bees. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. That's fascinating. Man. So th- did they affect how it's suspended because the, the no 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 i guess they let i guess it was up already when they did it that what they were like hey dude this ain't we ain't about this get this rubber band i wonder if it's the smell i mean i don't what know it, what it was what but you can see they literally cut the rubber bands wow yeah so it's 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 pretty uh so it's, it's a lot that i think we have to still have to learn that we don't know well i've told this story before on this podcast but i'll tell it to you um one time when we were doing fear factor we covered people with bees and we had this dude who was a beekeeper he brought in his colony and he would cover people with bees and they had to stand there yep. covered with bees well while we were doing that we were doing it at this ranch and uh, a local that. colony showed up that wasn't even the one it you- wasn't his and so he had to back away he told everybody we got to shut down we got a, a local colony they got to work this out so we had to back up and get out of the like way. Like a bee gang fight. And the local bees and his bees communicated with each other. They didn't fight, but they were in the air and they were fucking swarming. And you can literally see. You the can two, see them. There was you a can cloud. literally see the two different. Could no, you tell? That? Couldn't okay. tell. He couldn't tell. No one could tell, but they could tell. And the the local colony left, and his colony came back into his you know his those, Hive. those hives, those things that yep. he carries around with him, those those uh, trays that look like. Yep filters for an air conditioning system exactly. you know and they had to work it out they worked it out for like 20 minutes half hour whatever the fuck it was and then they took off they're like what the fuck are you guys doing here oh we're filming a show you know like they had to have a conversation wow. they had to like why are you guys here like why are you, are you on my in? why are you on my turf exactly. who, and who are these fools? so what happened to the people that were covered with bees were they covered already or no it was in between oh, they were okay. transitioning so it was lucky and when these bees showed up they like one shows up and then a bunch showed up and then a whole cloud of them showed up i'm glad you brought that up how many people did you guys kill on fear zero factor? We got lucky. Bullshit. What, you think we killed people and just buried them somewhere? Somewhere. Somebody you covered I mean, them the in shit y'all had people doing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we just took, they, we sprayed them over the city. <laughs> and they control the population. <laughs> like Mind control. Hanging somebody over in a car over, no, we over got the lucky. fucking ocean and shit. We could have killed people, though. No, for no, sure. <laughs> no could've shit. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> the, you know, the scariest thing wasn't even that. The scariest thing that I ever saw was riding bulls. When they rode, when they had people rode, ride bulls, I was like, "That is fucking goddamn crazy! Like that's scary shit! Like those bulls, you can't, pre- you can control, you can have like a really good system of safety harnesses and all these different things in place where you could be reasonably assured that if you engineered a stunt correctly, the people are going to be fine. Not with a bull, but not with a bull, you can't control <laughs> shit." No. That was the scariest one for me. And when that was over, I was legitimately terrified all day. And then it was over. I was like, because I was scared. Someone was going to get stomped or someone was going to get yeah. kicked in the head or any of those things can happen. And I'm easily. sure you've seen those videos where those, Fuck yeah. where those bulls like, you know what? I'm about sick of your ass yeah. and go into the audience <laughs> and gore people. Oh, yeah. yeah it's just, oh, yeah. I've seen them bull, like, do that uh, bulldogging where they go by the horns in Mexico. Uh-huh. You know, that's just, just Again, kinda... testosterone. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. Just like the fucking rooster. <laughs> you put testosterone in a nice cow. <laughs> Cows are sweet. They don't want to fuck with anybody. You give it to a bull and they're... <laughs> and then you start fucking running at you with their head. I mean, testosterone makes them grow weapons on their fucking Isn't head. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. <laughs> they grow weapons on their head that they can stick through your <laughs> asshole and launch you into the air. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. But yeah, so that that is, no one ever died on Fear Factor. And it's mm. one of the reasons why I was happy when it got canceled. Yeah. I was like, we got, a, we got away with it. 
We got away with it. <laughs> Listen, Ron, it's been a great fucking podcast. It's I really enjoyed talking babe. to you. No, thanks for inviting me. You have me. a nonprofit. How can people contribute? How can they <sighs> donate? What can they do? Where Where do they get a hold of you? Uh, info at ronfinley.com. It cover everything. You can buy some t-shirts. You can donate some money. We got a um a crowd riser, but just info at Ron Finley. Or go, hit me up on the website ronfinley.com. Ronfinley.com yep. is the website, and yep. you have a, a crowd riser. Is that what you said? Yes. Is that like a like a, cr- a, a crowd riser GoFundMe type thing? Exactly. Yep. And what happens with that money, and where does it go? We're putting we're, we're, we're putting it into work. We got this. Actually, we got this hell of a project we're working on. It's the oldest operating library in the city, and it's right in the middle of the hood. It's called the Vermont Square Library. It's got an acre behind it, and we want to just put the we want to put up a, a space there that has gardens, but also a container cafe made out of container greenhouses, and just a, a creative space where people can come do mosaics, learn how to cook, eat a healthy meal, and exchange fruits and vegetables, and have a weekly food. There's a lot of shit's going. going that down. sounds beautiful. I want to yeah. contribute. No I want to help you out. I, I want to promote it. it on Twitter as much Thanks. as possible. Yes. I think what you're doing is beautiful. I appreciate that. Thank I, you, I really, really appreciate being here, man. I, I really appreciate you guys. coming. I had a great time talking to you. Let's do it again, <laughs> man. We'll do it again. Okay. Fuck like, yeah. You'd be talking about, damn, Ron's here again. <laughs> I know? wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I enjoy this very much. Ron Finley HQ on Twitter. Follow him. Send him some love. Send him some money. Be a part of this and help out. No Thank doubt. you, Ron. Thank you, guys. Joe Rogan Experience. All right. We'll see you soon.